Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you, man? Never better in my life. Great. How about yourself? I'm glad to hear it. I'm good. Well, you know. What? I spilled some coffee on my shirt today. Oh, I spilled some coffee. Just one of pants. those things, man. Uh, do you need some water? No, I mean, I, I, I could have to, at the time. I had to soak. I came into work earlier and I looked down and snow cone saw it. I had like a big, huge green splooge stain like, all over my crotch like and my jeans. Splooge, yeah. It was mm. from garbage, I think, and I had to soak my jeans, so then I had a pee spot. Just use this. If you get it wet enough, well, and wipe it up. Okay. Actually, I might all have right, it in my... Here, let me see. Yeah. Everyone forgets it. enough water will fix it. You just need a water and then grab that towel over there once you get it soaked and just wipe it out. I used to carry those... Uh, big spots here. Those little wipes. Uh, they're not uh, tied, but whatever they are. Something like that for your clothes. Right. I think water just works better. Did you do it? You I sprayed be, water on there. You got to spray it and get it wet, and then you got you to rub it out with like a towel or a napkin or something. I use my hand. I think it's, you know, it's a much lighter now. I don't know how much you want me to do. Yeah. Just get it soaked, and then use that towel over there and rub the coffee stain I out. I think I got it. Okay, good. See, there you go. Problem solved. I brought donuts. Did you see that? I did. I've... Vaguely recall something about I say that I was going to bring donuts, or yeah. I said I I tried to bring donuts. We talked about that. I brought them. I think the last time I brought donuts, uh, I came to work and everyone was out. Like I got a, a call on the way or text on the way that someone was sick and it was like we're out today because mm. I think Lazo was sick. Wow. So I was like, damn. So I gave the donuts to uh, people that worked here. But there's donuts. I well, know I appreciate you, you it. Thank you. You probably don't even eat donuts, do you? I, I, I've had a donut before. I had one no, like I mean, that. I'm saying like you probably you probably don't eat a lot of donuts. No. Like, I don't if see, I do like, get donuts. donuts ever, I get like, you know. You like Krispy Kreme, don't you? Well, yeah, but I never I, like I never go Kreme. to those places. Like if I go, coffee? I'll get like I'll get like a cup of coffee at Hy-Vee and they put those little glazed donut holes mm. in a mm. plastic yeah. container. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I may grab those for me and the boys in the morning mm-hmm. sometimes, but... Donut holes. We're all more... I, well, my oldest is more of a donut guy, but me and my youngest are, you know, bagels. 
I'm a bagel guy. Uh, bagels are good. They're fine. It's I like Why bagels. just fine. I just bagel guy. It's hard to say no Why to donuts. Laughing? No, no reason. You Why are you laughing? No, for no reason. You started laughing when it's he said just, he's a bagel it guy. Makes sense. Yeah, but he's out. a bagel guy. Yeah. What's wrong with bagels? There's I nothing don't know. wrong with bagels. I don't know. There's, it just makes sense. There's a place by the house in Florida that's like a stuffed. Like bagel I get like place. a bagel with jalapeno cream cheese. That's you know. Do you know the stuffed it. bagels? Have you seen one of those places? No, There's one right next to the house in Florida. It's stuffed bagels. They love it. They get it like my family. They get it all the time. Okay. But right next to it, they keep saying, you got to get, you know, when you when you get up early, go to the stuffed bagel place. Thing is, right next stuffed door to it. Stuffed bagels? What's yeah, that? it's called stuffed bagels. They, they, I like my sugar. you can get regular looking That's bagels, right but house. they also the make like, so good. They make a, a bagel kind of thing. drive over there in the morning? The stuff in. Huh. That you can get filling, basically. Okay, it's the same, it's cream cheese, or you can get. Like big meal type bagels with the salmon and all that Locks. stuff, right? Yeah, nice. But right next door to it is a little mom and pop donut place. So every time I've said I'm going to go get bagels, I'm like, oh, there the is, here's this donut place right here. It's a real donut place. So good. Bagels. I was are good. so happy when they moved one to buy my house. Mm-hmm. I, bagels are good. I don't have a problem with it. It's it's like the donuts. I ordered groceries, and every time I order them, they have the donuts. And they're like, we know you want these. And I'm like, I don't want them. Leave me alone. And then at the end, it's like, come on, you forgot your donuts. I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna have the donuts. One. So I brought them to work because otherwise Thanks. I'd eat all. I don't like the chocolate with sprinkles. So you don't or do? I do. Well, if you go to a bagel place, what kind of bagel do you get? I get like a plain bagel, toasted with jalapeno cream cheese. Okay, mm-hmm. snow cone, your bagel of choice. Uh, I used to get one from Panera, the Asiago with raspberry I've had cream it. Like cheese. The, I like the, the Asiago one. Bagel, of course, yeah. I like the cinnamon crunch one too. Cinnamon the dessert taste one, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Which so is just you guys are just getting donuts now. I know. That's a dessert one. I don't for mean sure. that in a bad way, but you're if just you get getting the donuts. One, that's a, right. that's a dessert getting, one. You know, well, the raspberry. one, I feel like it's different. Yeah, the Asiago you know, It's got one raspberry one. cream. It's just sweet. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's yeah. no problem, but you're, you're turning a bagel into a sweet yeah. I used to donut type morning. of thing. I usually get like some sort of everything bagel with lox and cream cheese. Yeah, I, I do like, like that. Lox is and I, buy it. I used to buy it at the house to eat all the time, but I felt like I was getting fat. I would eat a bagel, you know, like a whole bagel with cream cheese and lox on it every day. And I was like, this is so... Luxurious, you know. It I is. feel like such an adult. I'm buying these smoked salmon uh, strips, and I've got my nice bagels here. Yeah. But I, I could see myself. My old middle late. school was down the street from Panera, so I used to get dropped off there, and I get that Asiago bagel every morning. Yeah, yeah, a good, a good. What about donuts? Your donut of choice? An old fashioned. That's your favorite. Just donut? like my hand. <laughs> an old fashioned. I kind of like just glaze, but if I glaze, no, yeah, like man. an old fashioned, like the kind Depends you get at a uh, yeah. You know, uh, I don't know, an apple orchard or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I like, those. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just said we went to uh, Lewisburg Cider Mill. There you go. Those <laughs> kind. Those are my favorite. Donuts. A little man, powered sugar things. on it. That's those it, Those things man. are incredible. I don't get too extravagant God, with, like, the so eclairs many. or the... And you can buy... Yeah, uh, great. I like the Intamin's donuts in the box, you know, and they come up with... It, depending on which variety pack you get, they have the old fashions in there, the coffee donuts, right? right? And then the whatever the third well, I bet you're glad chocolate. you tuned into this... Yeah. Hey, wait, whoa, whoa. We're talking about food here. Everyone yeah, I mean, can relate Jim to like, food. Oh, yeah, what kind of donuts e- are these every dips re- like? Wow, man, you're annoying. making his job difficult hey, over there. If he misses something, today, we can yeah. be in trouble. Where is this audio coming from, Snowcone? The TV's turned down. Something's not turned I'm down. I'm hearing something. Is it the speakers in here? You don't hear it? Are you we sure? okay? Hey, if you want to talk about stuff that people really don't care about, I got my Kevin Hart pants in. You oh. got your Kevin Hart <laughs> pants. Are you yeah, wearing them? I am. Let's see. Well, I'll show you. Well, you're sitting down. I can't stand. I'm not tall enough to go over the thing anyway. Oh, you can hey, move the camera. Hey, those are pretty nice. So what, how do they advertise those? What are those called? Just like are they everyday pants? Everyday pants. Okay. Wear them every day. They have back pockets? One yeah, back and pocket? side pockets. Is it one back thing. pocket or two back two pockets? Two sides, one back. One back pocket. Okay, yeah. Uh, what's the difference between that and the... 
Are they called joggers? What's so popular? They're joggers, tapered, yeah. And some of them have strings at the top. Some don't. And yeah. they they have sometimes they have cargo pockets. Like that. That's what they are. Okay, but they, they don't, don't have cargo pockets. They don't have cargo pockets. A lot of them They're have cargo pockets. They're that kind of sweatpant thing that disguises itself as a regular pant kind yeah. of like yeah they're, yeah, popular. Right. they're popular now and i see them on sale like for cyber monday i saw a bunch of men's clothing deals and they had pants like that but a lot of them have the cargo pockets yeah don't get the car i don't pocket. think i can pull off the cargo pocket mm-hmm. that seth rogan movie with charlize theron where he falls where she's the president or she's oh, i love that president. movie yeah the pretty woman's long shot or whatever is that what it's called i can never remember the name of it long shot yeah long there's shot. that scene where he's getting ready to go meet her he's like why am I pants? What is wrong with these pants? Why am I wearing these? Why do they have pockets on them? And they're those exact pants. You know, like, right. They're too tapered and there's pockets on them. It's like, yeah, because when you go to buy them, it seems to be like the default is that they have the pockets on the side. There must be some guys out there that want them. I don't know. It's, it, it, it ain't me. But those look good. Kevin no, Hart. Thanks, man. So I just go to Kevin Hart's uh, website. Didn't you say there was some I don't problem? Know, yeah. Oh, yeah. They mm-hmm. ask you for all type of information, but I finally put it in and bought a pair of pants. Okay. Well, you and, like them? I do, and it's it's they were cheap, right? Wasn't that the whole thing? Yeah, the thing is, like they're like those, you know, they they yeah, look like it, the expensive pants that you can buy of that kind, but you know, you can get them for like fifteen bucks. Fabletics is that that's the name it? Of it? Yeah. yeah, Fabletics. Fabletics All right, well, I'm going to take a moment here and get yourself some pants. The Fabletics website. <laughs> The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what's going on? We were talking earlier about food. I know you got angry talking about food, but. Uh, we were talking earlier about food. I'm angry. Snow cone sent this uh, article of, of course. La- last uh, hate it. <laughs> last meals. I hate everything about it that people ate. And Snow cone, I know there's like when you think last meal, you think uh, being uh, executions, right? People being killed yeah. or on death row, and then they order their yeah. last meal. And what did they order? You know, and I've seen some of those things before. Is. Like, did you hear that so and so ordered this? But I've also I was digging around here and I found there are websites. I have no idea how reputable they are, but they'll tell you what the last meal was of someone who wasn't necessarily executed on death row, just like a celebrity. Like okay, they, they, they have Kurt Cobain on here. Okay. As, but as did he know he was going to kill himself? Well, that's the question. Did they know? Like, is it a last? Die? I mean, I get it's a last meal, right. but is it a planned last meal? Like yeah. the last right. thing. I ate before I got in a car accident. Well, that doesn't really count. Right. Well, well like, no. I wanted my last meal to be. Exactly. Well, right. maybe, you know, egg rolls from Quick Trip. But, <laughs> but it's also. But it's Cobain, food. you can make the case. You know, he probably knew. Right. Maybe. Yeah. And they, that's what they say. Some people say that he did know. It also, though, if it is an accident and you don't see it coming, it's food for thought, no pun intended, because you think, wow, anytime you eat something, it could be the last thing you eat. You know what yeah. I mean? So how often are you eating those donuts that yeah. I brought to work from Remember Walmart? that. Exactly. Time you're eating. Thank God. Snow yeah, cone. yeah right. Snow Cone. Remember that. I Damn Remember proud that was my last meal. <laughs> Damn proud. The Cobain thing, it says, it says that there was a guy um, who owned some sort of Probably food Probably possible. Probably possible. <laughs> With the unsanitariness <laughs> of that. Let's cross our fingers. Yeah. Uh, there's some guy, they just say owned a food establishment. They don't say what kind of food establishment. Um, somewhere in the area uh, where Cobain lived. And he claimed that Cobain came in. Uh, within that time frame, shortly before he died, and ordered a bananas dolce sautéed in brown sugar and rum. I looked up bananas dolce, and there's like bananas dolce bread. There's bananas dolce cookies. I don't know exactly what a regular bananas dolce is. If you guys, I was thought maybe you guys would be like, yeah, I know what it is, but I'm not familiar. I tried looking up. It looks like there's multiple things. But they said the last thing that he actually had, so he would have gone, I guess, had this bananas dolce with brown sugar and rum, whatever that right. is. And then uh, he had a can of root beer and some cigarettes. So the can of root beer and some cigarettes, I guess, is the thing that people know and people think that he knew 
this was the last thing he was going to do. He drank this root beer, smoked a bunch of cigarettes, and then he took his own life. And I, I've never heard that before. They make it I've seem like this is a thing. a thing you have. Okay, yeah, they make it sound that. like people – you probably heard this legend before. Some people say that he knew. Some people say that you know maybe he didn't. But I guess the, the theory is, is that he knew he was going to kill himself. And he sat there and drank some root beer and smoked some cigarettes. Then you have people that know and they're going to die because they're going to be killed or whatever, like Cleopatra. And they say, you know, she knew that she was going to be taken prisoner or whatever. And de- she decided to control her own fate by killing herself. And so she ate uh, like a well, meal that was brought Dolce to her. What Dolce did he eat? That's what I'm saying. It was bananas How Dolce. Bananas it? Dolce is what they call it. D O L C E, right? Well, I think there's two. There's Dolce. D-U-L-C-E, and that's Hispanic. That's what they write on here, yeah. Dolce. And then there's Dolce, D-O-L, do with an O, and that's Italian. Okay. They spelled it with a U. They spelled it Bananas Dolce, D-U-L-C-E. And when I looked it up, like I said, I got different things. Cookies, breads, all these different things that just said they were Bananas Dolce, blank, I think it's whatever. just, as I look it up, and I think it's right. Is it it's Dolce? Just, like it's just like sugar caramel? and milk, and yeah. then you mix it with whatever. So we just had bananas. But you can buy like Dolce cereal, What's the translation too. of Dolce? Isn't there a direct translation? I thought it was uh, Dolce is Spanish for sweet milk. Oh, sweet yeah, milk. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we've got this list of last meals. Do you guys know what your last meal would be? Uh, no, I had to think about it. When someone asked me that, yeah. anytime someone's asked me that, I thought I steak and. Baked I mean, I, I can give you the hypothetical of like this would be this would be if someone said basically I'll bring you any meal you want when you're really hungry. What what is it? You know, you can have whatever it is. The problem is on death row. I'm not going to be hungry. If I know I'm dying that day, I'm not going to eat anything. There's yeah, no way them, I'm going to have an appetite. I read, a lot of them don't. They don't even eat it. They don't uh, yes, order I've it. seen they multiple, multiple people, they say, I can't. I don't yeah. want anything. Which I would think if you know you're being executed that morning, you're not going to have a big appetite. Stomach. Yeah, absolutely. Hell, I, if I get anxious about anything, I don't eat, which is you know a huge part of my life. I've gotten way underweight because I'm anxious for, you know, mm-hmm. I'm depressed or whatever. So I just got to think that in that moment, I'm not going to want to eat. Now, there are the, some of those psychopaths on the list, though, where you go, wow, this person. I don't know how much of it they ate, but they ordered a lot of food. Ted Bundy ordered a lot of food. Yeah. A lot of food. Breakfast and dinner and all of it kind of at once. You get an idea of what he was into. But I'll tell you what they are coming up, and okay. then you try and think of what yours is. And you can tell us what yours would be via Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Church of Laszlo. Join us there. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, last meals. Last meal. So what did you guys figure out what yours would be? Mm, I really like curry. I really like curry. Well, if that's what you want. That's probably my favorite food. I like curry a lot. Then have yourself a curry. Why not? That'll be a part of it somehow. That'll be yeah. a part of it. Yeah. Well, you're allowed to do What that. kind of curry there? I don't know. Like a nice coconut curry? Yeah, I like green. I like red. I mean, I, I love curry. I'm not like a connoisseur. I don't know like, you know, a ton about it. I just really like curry. I don't really either. I know that I have to be careful. I like, I like Indian food. I like, you know, butter chicken and chicken tiki masala. I like that stuff. The yeah. popular stuff. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, you yeah. start getting into the red and greens... Yeah, I can be surprised. That's what I call like, your mom. What? The butter red chicken, chicken, <laughs> tikka masala. <laughs> we start with my little tikka masala. We start with butter chicken. What's up, my little butter chicken? But also fried chicken. I mean, there's a lot of stuff I would want. Fried chicken is always good. Yeah, that's not a bad one. I was just thinking because we were talking about donuts and the fact that I wouldn't have an appetite. I do think I could eat raspberry filled Krispy Kreme donuts. I, th- I think I could probably. I would do. I uh, eat a box filet and a baked potato. Yeah. yeah. With a, you know some whiskey. Not a lot of whiskey though. Yeah, the liquor not just enough to give me a little bit of a buzz because I don't want to. I feel like I need to mellow into this. Not. Get my spine all straight up like, screw you guys. I need to... Too much whiskey make me want to fight you. Mm. And I don't want to fight this. 
Do, do they allow hmm. liquor? Because some of them can talk about benzo? liquor. If you're doing liquor, can I get a benzo? That's too? what I'm wondering. Yeah. Right. Well, just bring me some drugs. Bring me some benzos. If they allow liquor, I'm taking it. I mean, absolutely. I, no. I, and I would want a lot to the point where I'm yeah. like, I'll be fine if a I lot. die. Yeah. <laughs> you know I want I mean? a lot. I think I'll be okay. I was just, it's every, everything's going to be all right. But I, I can't imagine that they allow that everywhere. And I, it could well, just be a time Twitch thing, is asking, too. Uh, what kind of whiskey would you choose? Mm, oh, yeah. You could be specific about that, you too. Like Japanese, right? Yeah, but I might go something, you know. Something fancy from America? Yeah, I mean, if I could do it, you know what I mean? Like Johnny maybe Blue. a Johnny Walker Blue, maybe, or something, you know? Yeah, why Makes not, sense. right? They're going to bring it so to I've you had it if, before, it's, it's, if it's on the table. Uh, okay. But I've never had a bottle to myself. Johnny Blue might be hard. I feel like that, what? what? I if ordered they, it Because a, it's so expensive, you're yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah, but at least they could, I feel like they could find it, right? That's one Bro, that they yeah, can find. Oh, yeah, you can buy it at the liquor store. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, there, it's available. That. I just don't know if they would. It's when you start asking for the Pappy Van whatever yeah, that you start having a hard time getting yeah. it. But if you just ask for something that's you know behind the counter at the liquor store, if they're saying that it's you know on the table, I feel like they could get that for you. Someone on Twitch chat said Taco Villa. I really like that answer. Taco Villa. Taco Villa would be Taco great. Taco Bell is good, honestly. Just yeah. If I, you know, good I like Taco Bell. Taco Villa. And the nachos and the taco burger. Oof. Yeah, I mean, if I had an appetite, it changes everything, but I'm, I'm still in this mindset of how anxious I'm going to be. Could I eat something? I think I could still eat the raspberry-filled donuts. And I did see someone on here. Um, there's been multiple the ones where I've read that people just eat kind of sweets as their last meal. Timothy McVeigh was one of them. Timothy McVeigh, the uh, guy who blew up the Oklahoma City bom- uh, building. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. And was uh, seen handing out flyers that uh, I would like to throw it in there. Suddenly he cares about litigation. Right. right? You know comes with the McVeigh, we'll throw, throw that the McVeigh family. Um, I do believe he was convicted, and that's why he was sentenced to death. He was also. Well, I like to defend Timothy McVeigh, you know, in public. Oof. That's what I like to do. Oof. It was crazy seeing him in that. Nothing will get people more mad. Yeah, that'll piss people off, mm-hmm. man. You get we all watch that Waco documentary, right? Yep. And you see him in that a lot, handing yeah, stuff out. I remember, the, I remember they said that's what made him angry. Yeah, that and Ruby Ridge. But right? I didn't know that he was there hang, handing stuff out. Yeah. I oh, remember yeah. him being mad about Waco, but I thought it was like oh, he was there, you know, something that he referenced. Well, he's as pissed part about of Ruby Ridge, which is why he right. That was Waco. the original issue. Yeah, yeah. but then Waco, uh, he, went down there he was actually there handing out stickers or whatever he was handing out. Rightfully so. so. Okay, Lazlo. All right, man. Enough. Enough. He had every right to be mad, right? Oh my God, Ruby Ridge. You know. That's not what we're here to discuss. He had, he, well, I bet he had every right to be mad at Ruby Ridge and Waco, right? I mean, you didn't get done with that documentary thinking there was no reason to be I a little angry. Say every right. There was, there was reason to be upset yeah. the way it was handled. But he, didn't have every right, he had no right to do what he did. Well, well I, I didn't mean, say that he did. Okay, well, you y- also saying, didn't say you know, he didn't. Hey. You're saying a lot of things here that I'm are saying, lending themselves you know, to being a defender of Timothy meals. McVeigh. We're moving the shade to gray here. Okay, Timothy McVeigh's last meal. Any guesses? What kind of guy he strikes you as? What do you well, think he requests? Hot dogs and hamburgers. Hot dogs and hamburgers? Yeah, that's something American. I did see it. You know, um, <laughs> what's her name? Uh, Monster Eileen. Why does he think of himself like that? I think he thinks of himself as a patriot. Well, I saw Eileen Warnos. She, they offered her a bunch of fancy food for her last yeah. meal, and she's yeah. like, I don't want any of it. And I think they said she just had some black coffee and hamburgers. Yep, right? Is that on this list, too? Yeah, she had a prison okay, hamburger. because I saw her on a different one. Just black coffee. Ooh, prison hamburger. I do like cafeteria hamburgers. Those are my favorite. Mm. Maybe I get a cafeteria cheeseburger. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. like the like the elementary school That's ones? That's what you're or, about. Okay. Like th- that would be a good last meal. I like those. The ones you get in amusement park. Or, yeah. Uh, Timothy McVeigh's last meal. Snowcon already knows what it was. He had two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> mint chocolate chip. Sounds I right. Mean, 
Yeah, sounds that like tells a you something. Exactly. Sounds like, like, I like mint chocolate chip. You don't like mint chocolate chip ice cream? No, I don't like mint chocolate chip. Mint ice cream. Everybody likes mint chocolate chip. No, they don't. It's delicious. I don't like mint ice cream at all. What? Yeah, not my thing. Mint chocolate chip ice cream, that's all I had. Really, I don't like it. Adolf Eichmann. Now, he was one of the key organizers, they say, of the Holocaust. He was yeah. a big-time Nazi. Allegedly. <laughs> big-time okay, Nazi. we're not doing Nazis. And no. he was convicted of uh, you know, being <laughs> responsible for a lot of deaths. They said millions of deaths that he was yeah. responsible for. His last meal, according to this, was red wine. And you know, if, if that's an option, that changes like everything. That. Yeah, because yeah, the if they say, red. we'll bring you liquor, then that's what I'm having for my last, quote-unquote, meal. When you get some deep booze. Probably like a bottle not. of red and a steak. It's going to take me longer to get yeah, drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah I might have a steak. Really I might have a fillet. A steak and a bottle of red wine. Bring me a fillet, mm-hmm. medium rare, and a, and a, a, baked, and potato. a baked potato now because I'm eating right. steak. So i got to right. have a baked and potato. And then a bottle of red. And then I'll Ain't have bad. a bottle of red I'll wine. have a glass with a steak and everything else, and then I'll just pound the rest pound of the red straight red out of the bottle. Ain't yeah. bad. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I could probably do that because if I'm drinking, I might... I might start to get hungry, like, oh, this isn't so bad. I should have eaten that steak. Yeah, I'll get the fillet. Fillet, yeah. medium rare, baked potato. A and then they're not going to pee. And I'll pee when they turn the electricity on, I'm just to see what will. happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe it'll speed things well, up. Maybe, maybe it'll slur out to the sides and somebody will step in water like <laughs> I'll get one of you two on my way out. I don't know how it's going to work. <laughs> but I'm going to try to introduce liquid to this. <laughs> Uh, John Wayne Gacy, I've heard this one before. I think I could have told you what he ate because I've, I've heard this one multiple times. I think what it's he reputable. John Wayne Gacy killed that we well, know of at least. Uh, no, he killed 33 young men and boys. Um, he's the guy who dressed like a clown and buried everyone in, in the crawl space under his house. Uh, eventually ran out of space and started throwing bodies in the river. But John Wayne Gacy. Threw him in the goddamn river? Yep, he used to work as a manager at a KFC. Three of them. And, uh, three he, KFCs? He managed three yeah. of them, yeah. At one time? I think so. A oh, hard worker. Uh, I think he was known as a hard worker. I think his construction yeah. company was was like reputable, yeah, right? And they hired him to do stuff. I, we both read that. I managed one oh. little series is all I could handle. Well, not even that, they fired me, let alone yeah. three. I don't know if it was and at the same time. Not only, was, not only was Gacy managing those places, and then he becomes this uh, yeah, contractor, company, contractor, but yeah. he's also a political organizer, yeah. right? Helping yeah, to get political. people elected. And uh, you and know. a clown on top of that. And a clown, that's right. And Hard-working a clown on top man. of that. People always think of him as the clown. But I don't know how often he actually dressed up like the clown. I don't think it was much. I don't think it was much either. It was enough to get that picture, which is all anybody really yeah, needed. That's all you need. But I think I do think he did it more than once. It was a thing they it was said for he did. Parties, and yeah. at his house, he had paintings of clowns yeah. on those black velvet, uh, yeah. whatever they huh. were. He had lots of paintings lots of, of clowns. clowns in, like in you in the basement. So he was into clowns. Yeah, with the dolls. So I guess he must have really liked KFC because for his last meal, he had, he wanted twelve fried shrimp. I don't know why twelve. That doesn't seem like very many. But 12 fried shrimp and a bucket of KFC fried chicken. Sounds he also good. had French fries and a pound of strawberries. Guy liked strawberries. Well, it doesn't sound bad. doesn't sound bad. Fried shrimp, fried chicken, strawberries. No, I thought it was interesting that it was 12 fried shrimp. Well, I'm guessing it was shrimp, like, you know, maybe, I mean, he was a big guy, so maybe he ate it all. But maybe yeah. also been like me. I'm going to sit in this what room I'm all want. day. Yeah. yeah. Might want a little bit of this. Might, right. I'm not sure what I want. Might but, eat a lot and then not feel like I'm going to eat because I'm going to die. So then, but maybe I'll get hungry later. Yeah. yeah I Those mean, things are always being put off. The fact that he was a manager at these KFCs and then for his last meal still won a KFC, if he hadn't killed so many boys and young men, it would be a good pitch for KFC or a good endorsement for KFC. Here's a guy who worked here as a manager, and when he knew he was going to die, the last thing he wanted was more KFC. And Lazo, I know you're a KFC original recipe guy. That's your you like KFC I original love KFC. recipe. I love it. And it seems like so did John Wayne Gacy. I feel like they would I get tell it once us a if week, you probably. Crispy, right? 
they would say if he ordered extra crispy. I don't think yeah, I think he just doesn't seem like an extra crispy guy anyway. I think he probably wanted the original recipe with those shrimp and then his strawberries and his French fries. Eileen Warnos, I already told you about her. They offered her all this other food. Uh, she's the one from that Charlize Theron did in Monster. Uh, you know, killed uh, how many guys did she kill? Or six. six people. Okay. Six, yeah. Was she the one in Florida? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, they made the movie about her. Uh, she turned down all this Took other food. Chance I had sex with her. So at least thought about that. Because she didn't kill everyone that she no. slept with, obviously. I, she didn't start doing it until later. Mm-hmm. Right. right? In what years was it? I think it was, the, was it the 80s and early 90s? Yeah. I think yeah. I was in the Navy in Jacksonville, Florida at that time. She was sentenced like in 92 or 93, I think. So it was mostly the 80s that, this was, yeah, that she was active? Yeah, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I don't know when she first became a sex worker, but it could, it could have been 70s. It would I have been the right time. Her. It would have been the right time for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance. Uh, she just wanted, better than average. She just wanted the black coffee and the uh, prison hamburger, as Snow Cone mm-hmm. said earlier. Ted Bundy, I told you, he had a big one, which just makes sense. Big. The guy was such a psycho. I know a lot of them are psychopaths, but that guy. People really liked him. Never laid off, the, never let the charm down. I mean, yeah. he just kept. People really liked him. Girls liked him. They, yeah. they liked him. And uh, he, he, you know, defended himself towards the end there. Was that his last trial, I guess, where he defended himself? Yeah, after he broke out. I can't remember. But, yeah, then he started to, to get these groupies, these women. that, yeah. And a lot of them believed that he was innocent. They said yeah. they didn't think he Very did it because charming. he was just so charming, which is a common trait in psychopaths. But I would say he Thank was you. kind of the ultimate example of that that they always go to is like, Thank look you. at Ted Bundy because yeah. he could win people over immediately. He was trustworthy. People liked him. And uh, they believed that he was innocent. After you know, they go in your basement all this and evidence. 100 porcelain not unequivocally wasn't. Innocent. Right. And there's so much evidence against him. So much. I said he was unequivocally oh, not allegedly. So, I don't know um, what happened okay. there. I wasn't there. For his last meal, says... I can't. Uh, I can't. They call him one of the most infamous and charismatic serial killers in history. That's mm. fair. Uh, so he got the death penalty. If you're going to be that, if you're going to be a serial killer, it is nice to be known as the most charismatic one. I guess. I, I mean... Yeah. I mean, like it is. I mean, everybody, nobody stuff. says like John Wayne Gacy. Now that guy. No, that's basically the only thing we said about him was like he worked at three Kentucky Fried Chickens. We didn't say anything good about him. There were people we that were shocked talking about that Ted Gacy Bundy. Did it. There we were people about Ted like Bundy. Were like, man, girls loved him. Yeah. That dude was hot and charismatic. Like well, that's a good way to be known. And then when they make the movie about you, they put uh, what's his Mark name? Efron. Huh? Yeah, Zach Efron. And Mark Harmon. And they're like, hey, you need to beef up and get a little hotter, Zach, right. if you're going to play Ted Bundy. Right. It's crazy. So he did eventually confess to killing and raping over 30 women. So I don't think that it's alleged there. He admitted to it. For his last meal, he refused to make a special request. So he was given the standard last meal uh, steak, which is medium rare, hmm? eggs over easy. That's a good call. Toast with butter and jelly. I That's do a like good toast call. with butter and jelly. Everything Milk, else. coffee, juice, and hash browns. That's your standard uh, last meal. I guess at, at least at that prison at that time in Florida, that was the last meal that they gave you. If you don't pick something, we're going to bring this, which is interesting. I would think they'd just say, okay. If you don't want anything, we're not going to bring you anything. That's pretty good, though. Prison, all those things I like. Yeah, me too. It is all good stuff. I mean, the breakfast like an American, dinner, I know you're not a fan of. I know, but, but it's an American traditional breakfast. Like, they have the English traditional breakfast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't ever call it that, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's steak, it's and, steak eggs. and eggs. steak and eggs. Over easy. Hash browns. Hash browns. Mm-hmm. Yep, toast. Coffee, that's us. Whatever. Toast with jelly and butter. Absolutely. Uh, who's this guy? Delbert Teague Jr.? Who is that guy? Do you know? know? I've never heard that name before no, in my life. Anyway, if someone knows who that is, apparently a cheeseburger. Pretty good it says chance that he was described... As uh, 
He was described by prosecutors as a one-man slaughterhouse because of his unparalleled violence towards his victim. That's all it says, victims. For his last meal, he initially refused to eat, and then his mom came and yelled at him. Can you imagine your mom coming and yelling, like, you got to eat something. They're about to put you down. She's yeah, yelling at him. Why would I have to eat something? I don't know, but he didn't want to eat anything. She came and yelled at him, and then he said, all right, I'll eat a cheeseburger. That's crazy. I mean, did his mom actually? Was she? Well, that explains why he was a psycho murderer. Something? That's no true. kidding. His mom's mom still, still following you around on death row, telling you to eat. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's crazy. Uh, Carla Faye Tucker, Tucker, a born again Christian, married to a minister. We, we've seen the documentary. They did another one about Carla Faye Tucker. Hard. I think we talked about it. Mm-hmm. I think it was a Netflix one. Didn't Netflix do a documentary? I don't know. Someone did one within the last like five or ten Is years. Somebody did one. Uh, I wouldn't say that she. I wouldn't say. What's hot. the name, Carla? Carla Faye Tucker. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, she was charged with two counts of murder after killing two men with a pickaxe for her last meal. She did want to eat, and she requested a salad. Doesn't mm-hmm. say what kind. A peach and a banana. Which you know, there's your fruit person there. The person that says, "I like peaches. I'd like a fresh peach." On a banana. Oh, she whatever became like hardcore is. Christian, right? Mm-hmm. She was born again. Okay. Yeah, and she was married to a minister. That's right. Okay. And I swear they did either a dramatization or a documentary about her on one of the. Maybe we, we didn't all talk about it, but I know uh, that there's at least one out there. Pickaxe Killer, the Carla Carla Faye Tucker, the evidence that, room. That could be. I yeah. don't know. Uh, and then the, the final one, I don't know this person either. Am I supposed to? Victor Fager. <laughs> Am I saying that right? That Victor name sounds familiar. Is is it Fager or Victor Fagua? It's. F E G U E R. So Fager. Figure. 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 Anyway, this one's interesting because even though I don't know who it is, he'd been um, uh, convicted of murder after abducting and killing a doctor. I want to look this person up, but they asked what he wanted for his last meal, and he said, I want one large green olive with the pit in it. Hmm. I guess like you would get with a martini or you know just like a big martini why? olive. I don't know why, but that's what he no, wanted. No, there is a reason why. I think he was born again Christian too, and his idea was that oh, when I'm planted and buried, it's that pit is going to sprout it's an olive branch or symbolic. an olive tree or whatever, uh-huh. like a final peace offering. Gotcha. He felt bad. I've never. I've, is that a thing? I've never heard of that. Like in any a, religion, and they say they will. I did. There's no tree there. There's nothing that happened. There's no tree a, came out. It didn't. I sure didn't sprout out. That's what they said on the whatever I read. So you eat it, and then you hope that as you decay, the pit Seems like starts to grow. The soil and starts to grow. I know they do those things where you can uh, – it's some sort of tree for loved ones where they, they put a tree. You bury your loved yeah, one, they, and they put and a tree ashes, there. And, yeah. right. and they say, hey, this tree is made out of your loved one, yeah, right? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, could you eat the actual seeds? Like, hey, uh, Dad, you're dying. Eat these tree seeds before you go <laughs> <laughs> because that way it will literally grow right out of you. Seems like that use your body. I think work. it could work, right? If, especially if but you I'm didn't get involved in everything. So I don't know. Me neither. I have no idea if that would work. But I do understand the – symbolism behind the tree thing. I think it's kind of a neat idea. Like, hey, we're going to bury your loved one here. A lot of times it is cremation, but they say this is where your loved one's buried, and then we're going to plant this tree here. And, you know, technically it's it's it's, it's, a it's nice part of, Yeah, it's part of your loved one because the roots are mm-hmm. eating their corpse. <laughs> I don't know. Is it only with cremation? I think they do it for regular burials too sometimes. Yeah, probably. I'm sure someone has. I don't know. The whole burial thing, like what do you want to do when you're buried? Do you want to be cremated? I've always said, like, yeah, just cremate me. It's fine. Put your wear, though. And now I don't care. I've said, like, just throw it away. Put it in the water. Throw it away. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter to me. Throw it wherever you want. I really don't. If you want to wear it on a necklace, you can do that. I don't care. But then just recently, I've been like, you know, somewhere you're like, yeah, I'd like to just, you know, I might not want to be cremated. I might want people to be able to come and say goodbye to me. Don't believe in the afterlife. Just somewhere, you know. Hey, you know, you can still you can remember me. You know. 
at this place where we enjoyed our time together as opposed to just throwing me in the trash. Uh, just keep my Facebook up. I'll give someone my Facebook password. They can, they can keep one you of can those. You still have a grave. You know, in, in honor of. Yeah, you can have a grave. I just don't yeah, care about it. Cremated. He's got I, a grave. I don't care about it. I always thought cremation made sense. We put my sense. dad in no... Cast Lake. Mm. He grew up there. He fished all the time. He liked it. He yeah, had a so boat. Like, does he have you know? a headstone somewhere? He does. on okay. a military base. But there, yeah. we took out a boat. Everybody went. We dumped his ashes in yeah. the Cast Lake. Well, what about you? You seem to have thought of this before. Where do you want? Uh, do you want to be cremated? Is that the plan? Mm-hmm. And then where do you want the ashes to go? Bazookas. Bazookas. That's yeah. not actually a bad idea. <laughs> Just Damn it. Go in every now once I in a while. I kind of hope I die floor. before you so that I can do it first. <laughs> put me on the floor. <laughs> Absolutely. The Church of Laszlo. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm ready to... Venison jerky. Who brought that? Beacon from our Twitch. Beacon. Yeah. Thanks, man. Are they late? Got it himself. Right, here's, that is a spicy uh, one with teriyaki. Himself? Teriyaki Shot one teriyaki? Shot it himself? Deer jerky, yeah, What kind of gun did he use? Is this a dough good. or a buck? I don't know. He can tell you. I'm sure he's watching. Um, Jerky's good. Are you allowed to shoot does? Mm-hmm. I think you can get one of each. You have to have a doe license? I think you can get one of each. Someone told me you're not allowed to shoot the albino My dad and uncle used to try to get doe licenses. Oh, it's a separate thing? It could be a separate thing. In Michigan it was. Maybe it's a separate thing. Get a deer license that you had to shoot a buck and it had to be over a Certain point? You have to have a certain number of points. With the doe, I think I thought they had to be adults, but I don't know how they tell. I don't know anything about it. I thought it. you had to get a special license to shoot a doe. Maybe you do. That could totally my be. My uncle was a cop, so he would go and get my dad and him doe licenses. My friends all hunt deer. Uh, I hear them talk about he it. You can said 3006, whatever that means. 30 out 6. And mm-hmm. said uh, all does. Okay. Because mm-hmm. does taste better, right? They're more tender. Okay. No, I'm serious. I think that's the thing. The does make better meat. Well, that's like veal, You still right? eat the buck, but when the because the bucks have to be a certain age or whatever before you can kill them, there's a chance that they're well, not probably as, more active. Not as not as uh, the muscles tender. to move around. <laughs> I'm not saying that in a bad no, way. I'm saying like the ones who try to like you know, yeah. they got to protect and hunt or whatever, right? I think the older an animal gets, the less tasty and it is. And the more they uh, move, yeah. The more they run, the more muscle, right? That's why yeah. veal. You know, you just take a thing like baby cow and never let it see the light. Yeah, delicious. Well, that's the best way to do it. Um, there's a kill them young. I mean, that's the best way to, they, that, they taste the best that way, but that's a lot of people think it's cruel. And so mm-hmm. in a lot of places that's been, um, 
you know, banned. But it has been. I think so. Veal is banned. Didn't some people get rid of uh, Veal? Yeah, Veal's very controversial. I think. I thought some people got. Yeah, rid- oh, who banned got, it? I don't know if they've banned it. You know what I'm thinking of? They got rid of. Uh, like you don't get veal parmesan. Like France, I think got rid of. Uh, someone got rid of. Uh, Foie gras. Is that the liver yeah, of the duck liver? Yeah, yeah, that is banned some places. Yeah. Because they have yeah. to force But wasn't it banned in a place that like w- loves it the most? I think it was like well, France, France or something. certainly the place that loves it the most. I thought it yeah, was over. Maybe not. The that is horrifying. You like foie gras? We had that together, remember? Yeah, it's fine. It's I good. Don't, you don't need to torture a duck over it for me. I don't, you know. <laughs> you don't need to not torture a duck. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I just, it's not something I'm like, I, I got to have that But again. it was like, to me, it's like, it's a lot of a do. Is that right? About much, nothing? Much ado. Well, yeah. I just saw the video. I saw a video of how they made it one time. It was just, uh, yeah, well, I don't want to watch a video of how they make anything. Horrifying. No, that's true. If I watch a video about how they make anything, it's going to make me feel horrible, and yeah. I'm going to try to eat green peppers. True. I don't want to do that. Yeah. True. So I just don't watch it. Yeah, and I'm telling point. you, the Fagua was good. But this is guilt-free because he shot this thing himself. It yes. lived a good life. You didn't shoot yeah. it? No, I said he shot it himself. Remember, you didn't. Right, but I'm saying it was a wild animal that he shot. and then uh, That's even reckless. worse. Why is it not worse? It had a good life. How do you know? Well, it's I mean, out there running to the thing, probably had a family. family. Right. And then this guy rolls okay. up with a gun and shoots it? Uh, yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. Not, like, at least uh, Veal had no idea. Didn't have any time to... It was tortured to, its whole oh, life. Veal was tortured its whole life. It was tortured its whole life. It's, it's oh, they kill it early. No, it's tied they down in a cage. They can't yeah, move. they keep it with no lights on. Yeah. It has no idea. That's torture. That's torture. This animal lived a regular life. No, torture is you're out in the woods, you got to go hung out, walking around, you got to go home and see your kids. You got a day going on, you went out to get an apple. Some a-hole rolls up and just Boom, blows your head off. That's not torture. That's life. That's, that's horrible. Life. That's life. Something yeah, eats being you. tied down in a cage, not able to move with the lights off for two years. Yeah, no, they're natural. not that old. Well, whatever. Any animal that's raised in a factory farm yeah, of some this, sort, this, I would think. This one is out living its life, and yeah. then boom, lights out. Yeah, that's, that's horrible. That's natural. That's how I want to go. That's not natural. To get killed by a bigger animal or a smarter animal? <laughs> that's what well, That's go. what happens. Well, the gun is no. a little bit... Haven't probably, we all said it's two in the back of the head? We don't know what's coming, right? right. That's, that's the way we want to go. go. We all got to die. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, I don't mean tied down whoever brought this... I know that being murdered on the way home is way... Get a fat liver. You want to go. Whoever brought this, thank you very much. got a fat liver. That's true. But I wasn't force-fed, <laughs> against my will. Thank you for this delicious <laughs> dough. Who brought it again? Vegan? <laughs> vegan. Vegan. Thank you, Vegan, for the delicious dough jerky. Well, I got no problem with it. I'm just saying, you know. A vegan, murder you, is murder, man. Do you need a dough license? Did they answer? Uh, Did someone tell no, us the answer No, I think they said all dough, but I'm sure he'll chime in. And can you kill albino ones? Someone was talking about this over Thanksgiving. All right, we're going to do the news. You can news kill albino on. people, so. <laughs> well, I mean, same as any You're other, You're allowed to. <laughs> Um, speaking of people, Just, I don't like that they farm raise albino people. <laughs> okay. I think you got to be, you All know, right. out in the mountains and find one just on his way to work. Yeah, you know, well, you don't deserve to work. Uh, Beacon <laughs> says he has eight tags this year. They're letting them go crazy. Oh, eight because tags. there's so many deer. I guess there's so many. Yeah. Okay, but isn't is there something about like well, three in my neighborhood last night? So swing by there. Are they yeah. separate for the does and the bucks? Aren't they? They count them separately, right? Oh, we'll he figure this out off here. Okay, uh, we're gonna do a scroll coming up. And speaking of people in their colors, we got to talk about this kid who painted his face, mm-hmm. right? And the controversy surrounding it. Does everyone have a strong opinion on this one? Yeah. You know where they stand? Okay, good. We'll argue next. The Church of Laszlo. <laughs> It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. All right. So the first story here, a local story, um, seems to be, uh, I don't know if it's polarizing people, but people are certainly arguing about it online. You actually told me about it. I didn't know anything about it. Until earlier, doesn't seem to be. I mean, I know it is polarized, but it doesn't seem to be that polarized. People seem to be on the anti-deadspin 
at least the people that I see, that Deadspin is ridiculous about this. Well, the people that are well, angry Deadspin seem to be... Just like they're angry Deadspin's the one who ran it first, yeah. and okay. that they only showed half the face. Right. And uh, so, the other half was red. He's wearing right. black and red face paint, right? Mm-hmm. right. It was black so face, what appeared to be black face... From the picture. ...with... Uh, a uh, uh, Native American headdress. I don't know if headdress is the right word. So I we agree this is a young white kid, right? Yep, young okay. white kid. Appears well, to be. Thirteen. Appears I'm gonna say thirteen. Yeah, around that age. Young white kid, headdress. Half his face is painted red. Half his face is painted black. The controver- part of the controversy, like Oswald said, is that in uh, the Deadspin photo, they showed just a half that's in uh, yeah, black. Face. So I'll just read uh, to you. This is from MSN, but it says media outlets, notably Deadspin expressed outrage. This is them expressing their outrage, characterizing it as blackface and accusing the fans of racism. Uh, the sports media outlet rallied. It says, um, quote, it takes a lot to disrespect two groups of people at once, but on Sunday afternoon in Las Vegas, a Kansas City Chiefs fan found a way to hate black people and the Native Americans at the same time. It was uh, as if John Gruden's emails had come to life. Okay, okay um, that's a little much. A little ridiculous. They went on to ask, the image of Chiefs fan in blackface wearing a native headdress during a road game leads to so many unanswered questions. Why did the camera person give this fan the attention? Why did the producer allow the camera angle to be aired at all? Is that uh, fan a kid, teenager, or young adult? He looks like a kid to me. I mean, he could be a young he's team, but a kid. he looks like a, he's certainly a minor. Under 18. Despite their age, who taught that person uh, that... Who taught that person... That they were what they were wearing, I think is what they mean, was appropriate. Deadspin further added, the answers to all of these questions lead back to the NFL. While it isn't the league's responsibility to stop racism and hate from being taught at home, they are a league that has relentlessly participated in prejudice. If the NFL had outlawed the chop at Chiefs games and been more aggressive in changing the team's name, then this wouldn't be here. Now, I, we did look this up because Snowcone okay. had said something it's about It's not how, blackface. Let's start there. It's and the fact that they called it blackface is ridiculous. Is ridiculous. And they should know better. Yeah. Now, painting no the other has, side of it red, I'm not sure that makes it any better here. Right. But I have it's seen... Na- it's, if it's racist towards someone, it's racist towards Native Americans. Right? Is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Right, because I'm saying it's not blackface. Exactly. And we've seen, like I was trying to think of, and then I saw pictures too, like people paint... Half their face black and half their pa- face yellow for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody says that's blackface. Right, right. And nobody says it's racist towards Steelers, right? right. So, I under- so, but the headdress. There's a little bit of nuance there, right? Yeah. But then the headdress and Steelers in and, in and of itself doesn't, right. isn't racist, mm-hmm. right? But Chiefs obviously is. So, therefore, now you're starting to get to that point to where, like, okay. Now we have a headdress. Now we have face paint. Now we have a tomahawk chop. Now we're called the Chiefs. Trying, I see people online saying, well, look at the Steelers. They do this. I'm like, yo, that ain't the same. No, it ain't the same. It's and not the, Raiders the same. Certainly, Raiders fans certainly do it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of yeah, black yeah. and silver. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And no one says that's blackface because we know right. that's not their intention at all. Which Well, it's only this, half, too. This kid's intention was not blackface. No, we know it wasn't. That, no matter what. But what his intention was, still... Not great. Right. Can we agree on that? Sorry, I'm reaching for more jerky over here. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, he's also part also. of a fan base of a team that has racist imagery. Right. I mean, there's no way of getting around that. Right. Like, he went to a game to support a team that in and of itself supports racist imagery. Like, I don't, I don't need to be the person out there picketing and saying, this is wrong, get rid of it. But I don't want to hear about your mayor as the big chief and all. No. 
Well, then why not, if, on the side of the helmet, why not have a picture of Bartle Hall and not an arrowhead? Right. Like, these things, you, like, you're not, you can't lie to me. It, it, you know, you're using Pete, Native American imagery as Right. And tell me it's raining. You're using Native American imagery with the name the Chiefs. Like, there's no, you can't, there's no way to get around that. And so, when you said something about don't the stadiums stop people from coming in like this? Yeah, I was like, you know, you do see less of it. And I found a story from three years ago that said Chiefs organization prohibiting fans from wearing headdresses uh, and paint styled to Native American. That's from three years ago. Obviously, this was in Vegas. Yeah. So I don't know. Why, they probably don't train anywhere to say, stop that, hey, yes, yeah, so. but uh, I presumably, although I don't know, this kid got dressed up. If he's that big of a fan and he's going to see him in Vegas, is this the first time that anyone in this family has dressed up or dressed him up to take him to a Chiefs game? Yeah, I don't know. He had all the stuff just for the game in Vegas because they know they can't wear it at Arrowhead? Or, or was maybe, it just he did, maybe he just went, yeah. yeah. And they didn't know? I don't know. When it just happened to be the game that they went to? Because... I mean, that's both of the things they said they would stop at Arrowhead, the headdress and the face paint, right? I do still see headdresses in the parking lot. I don't know if those people are not getting into the games with the headdress, if they're hiding the headdresses when they go in. I don't know anyone who has one or ever you know, been with anybody who's had right. one. But I do see them in the parking lot still at the games. Not a lot. I mean, in the 90s, they were everywhere. Sure. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you had the guys with Constantly. the arrows coming in and out of their Constantly. dinner jersey or whatever. Yeah. They were everywhere. And they showed them on TV. That's another thing, too, is I think if they see these people that, that slip through whatever, you know, security, I guess, or rules they have, I'm guessing they try probably not to put them up on the Jumbotron. Yeah. Try not to show them, whereas this kid ended up. I mean, according to the, this thing, it sounds like he ended up on TV. Was he on TV or was he just on yeah, the jumbo? No, it was on TV. It was during the game you saw yeah, him? I don't no, remember some, that. Someone at all. in the comments said the camera was, you know, scanning the crowd for Chiefs fans and it's showing random Chiefs fans and yeah. he was one of them. I don't yeah. remember that at all. I didn't notice it at the time. Yeah, the picture I saw, I mean, it has the score at the bottom. It was it was okay, definitely yeah. on TV. Okay. okay. So, I mean, is it, I think it's clearer than what our opinions are. Is that we don't think it's a blackface. It's but not it, blackface. But it's another thing that's problematic. Right. It's and, problematic. I'm not yeah. blaming the kid, but his parents should have known. Right. I mean, I but I don't even see how we blame the parents. Like, this is where I go one step further. Like, how do we blame the parents for dressing their kid up in imagery that we all well, right. support? We support that imagery. Like, you can say you don't, but every time you buy a Chiefs jersey or you buy a Chiefs hat or you buy a Chiefs ticket or you go to the game or you do the Tomahawk shop, you are supporting that imagery. So mm. they sent the... What do you mean? How do you say, uh... You uh, are. Oh, I mean, okay. I How mean, are you not? I, I, I just, I, I don't see a lot of Chiefs imagery anymore with that kind of thing. And I think we have all collectively agreed to not be doing you that. You don't see the tomahawk chop? Yeah, the tomahawk chop. I understand, but you I, don't I, see the arrowhead on the side of that thing. You don't see their name as the Chiefs. Like that's that is without a doubt Native American dresses. imagery. Yeah, but what's the, who cares? What's the difference? Yeah, I, mean, I understand what you're saying. I, I get it. If it's problematic, then it's all problematic. And like I was saying, it's all part of the mascot. And so these kids and their parents show up in Native American imagery that we all support. So why why are we feigning outrage? We know where it comes from. The goddamn name of the team's the Chiefs. Like, we know what it is. It's racist imagery. And people can yell at me, get mad at me. I get it. You want to defend your team. They shouldn't change these names. It's weak ass stuff. Whatever. Your argument is. Woke is what everything online right. says. Woke, woke, I don't woke. care. It's racist imagery. There's no doubt about it. Like that can't, you can, you can say, I want to keep the racist imagery. 
Okay, I'm not going to argue with you about it. But you can't deny it's racist imagery. It's just a fact. Like, there's no getting around that. And I know there's no getting around that when the story is, no, he named it after his buddy, chief, mayor, whatever. No, stop. Stop. Well, and when the team says well, we're is, not going to up, allow headlights into the to decide if it's racist, we're not going to allow paint what? into the game. Is it up to us as white guys to decide if it's racist? Like, it's not. Real, it's not racist towards us. Certainly, are we at liberty to say if it's racist? Well, is the N word racist? <laughs> well, okay, good. Well, point. then you can make that decision yourself, can't sure. you? Yeah, I, I think we can. I think we're going to be have, part of it. Have the decision to make. Well, they've made right, the so decision. we can marginalize well, them more and I feel like they, then not I mean, listen to their opinions. I, mean, I, 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 I don't know what they're saying. You know, I feel like there's different. Of course, we know, what, we know what they're saying. We know there's they're a saying. lot of them that protest and they do it well, over the and over also again. Bring out a lot of, of course, American they do. Tribe. So did Washington. Yeah. Washington yeah. did okay. the same thing. I, I don't. I don't yeah. know. But I think if you took a poll, right, and, and the t- South uh, had some slaves who fought on their side, right. I think if you took a poll, Snowcon, I don't think it's close. Okay, I don't believe it to be close at all. I know they do bring people out. And Washington did that a lot, too. I know they too. consult with, like, tribe leaders and stuff. Too. Right. I mean, I, I don't say, know how much they do. I don't, you know, I, right. I, I, I understand I they might know. not. I don't know. Maybe if they I'm polled every single Native American. You don't know what? If it's racist or not? I, 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 no, I don't know how involved they are with Native American community. We know the Native community, Native American community protests it. We know that. We know that. So we see I'm them. saying they've got people that support it, but they too. Have yeah, so what? It too. doesn't matter. I'm saying I don't think that they make up the majority. So you get some people to go out and support it. doesn't matter. I don't think they make up the majority. I, mean, I don't know for sure. That's what I'm saying. I don't I've know never for seen sure. a poll of every single. Wait, hold American on a second. Why would it matter if there's a percentage of group of people who are Native American and they say that this is racist? Why would it matter if it's fifty forty or seventy thirty? What's it matter? Those thirty percent don't. They don't count. Well, no. then at what percentage? It's clearly you, racist. At what percentage do you say it is? Right. It's ninety nine. Right. Then who's we? Right. Society as a whole says, "Look, man, the tomahawk chop." The the arrowhead on the side of the thing, the, the stadium being called Arrowhead, is Native American imagery made to be what we know to be tough guys, savages, warriors, fighters, and it's it, it's it, it's racist in nature. That's not like this isn't a big step. It's not a curve to get over. It's a very simple step. Like yeah, no, you're right. And if it's twenty percent of people, then okay. I mean, I, I think it's more than that, but it doesn't matter. Right. Like. I mean, it seems racist to me. Uh, seems logical why it's racist to me. I get snoke on what you're saying. I guess you know if who de- who decides. Yeah, I don't who, know, who but it does it, it does seem racist to me. I know a lot of people will, well, will say that it's not. Use it like it's porno. You know it when you see it, yeah. and you know it, and you saw it. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't. Well, I can't imagine I anyone think- of sound mind would look at that and say uh, because now here we are uh, arguing again. Hemp should be legal because we want to make belts out of it shut up you want to get high you want to keep the chief's name because you like it but nobody of sound mind can look at that and be like ah, i don't think there's any racist imagery there I don't yes know. you do you don't look at that and say no there's no way you do it seems to me like like i said seems problematic to me Hmm. At least say problematic. Yes, sir. And it certainly seems like if I had to put money out, this came up over Thanksgiving. They someone, changed the Indians? Someone said, well, they changed the name of the Chiefs. And I said, yeah, at some point. Like, yeah. They said, do you think they'll have to? Well, at some point. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> yeah. And they were arguing like, no, I don't think so because this, this, and this. And it's like, okay, here we go. But right. yeah, in my gut, I know the team's name is probably going to change. And it's problematic. And but it's I don't see how change. we blame the kid and his parents well, when we support all this other stuff. Then why not just say the kid didn't do anything racist? Well, that the chief's name in and of itself isn't racist, and there's no racist imagery going on there, uh-huh. and it's just, you know, and, and 99% of Native American Indians 
I'm fine with the Chiefs name. Then what the kid did was fine. So you're saying going to a game at all is problematic no matter what you're wearing. Because you're yeah. supporting a yeah, team that has that Of course. Name. And it's equally as problematic as if you wore a headdress and no, started making No, I mean, in a state of gray. Okay. But I think if you go there and you go to a Chiefs game and then you uh, do the tomahawk chop. I'm, well, let's say you don't. Let's say you don't do the tomahawk chop. Well, because there are plenty of people who That's a part of the problem as okay. somebody who shows up well, with a headdress. Well, I think saying. But you're why, still part why of it. Did this, why did this kid's parents think, let's dress him up in face paint and a headdress and everything? Not every parent does that. <laughs> no, Not every fan does still, that. But still, we still know that we embrace that imagery. I what you're saying. I what you're we saying. embrace that imagery. So they went a little further than some people do. Do you do the tomahawk chop? I, I'm not allowed to do the tomahawk chop anymore. Okay, so your girlfriend stopped you, but yeah. did you do it before? I used to do it. Yeah. Well, there I you go, right? So yeah. here's And when thing. I was a little kid, I wore Native American face right. paint to the one game, that a preseason game that I went sure. to. My friend's mom dressed us up. Right. It was really common then. Like, right. you know, everybody mm-hmm. getting dressed Absolutely. up. So as you go forward, like, yeah, but of course. You realize, walking, like, oh, this hurts people's feelings. Walking in that gate, you're supporting it. Mm-hmm. How far you want to support it once you get in there is how far you want to go. If you want to... Hang a cowboy with arrows through them when they play the cowboys? Okay. So I didn't read the entire Deadspin thing. What Are they just saying, was this uh, saying, you know, the Chiefs organization has problems and this is just another example of why they need to probably get with the times and change their name? Is that what the Deadspin article was saying? Or was this some I mean, sort of... sounded like. Okay, because I just saw these excerpts from it. Yeah, that's yeah. all I saw. I didn't read the original full article. Like and I didn't know if there was some sort of update if they talked to this family. If the, not, that they need to. I guess it's just another debate about the name of the team and right. you know mm-hmm. the use of that imagery, mm-hmm. which has been used by you know other teams in other cities, and a lot of those cities and other teams have, have moved on yeah. from that imagery because uh, uh, it's, it's problematic. Racist. Yeah, exactly. We're problematic. I mean, and people say, "Oh, well, the Redskins was worse." Okay, well, what about just the Indians? They changed theirs. Yeah. yeah. Was that worse than the Chiefs? Yeah. So. That's sorry, that but that is a big local story. I know it took up all of our time here, mm-hmm. uh, but it is, and it's, it's it's a debate that comes up. I mean, it could come up every week, and for some people, it does. But mm-hmm. I feel like it it gets to a point where a lot of people are talking about it because of something like this. At least, at least once a year, probably. Sure. But you know, I don't know when the last time was we talked about it. We the last couple times we've talked about it, it usually involves the tomahawk chop being debated because we are, there was a national game on TV. And, you know, people heard the entire crowd doing the tomahawk chop and said, what are they doing in Kansas City? Why are they still doing that? Well, That's I mean, usually when it comes these, up. Right, why? Next time we have these arguments. Like, I got no problem with you, Mark, on the Twitch, but you said every white kid at Blue Valley Northwest glorifies black culture. Nobody says anything. That, uh, it's not a mascot. Right, and it's not even the same. It's not the same. It's not even close to the same. But just let me walk down that bridge <laughs> with you. Ugh. What if they call Blue Valley Northwest High School football team the gangsters? And everybody dressed like that during the games and flash gang symbols. Uh, would would you be like, hey, this might have some racist connotation to it? Of course you would. Of course you would. They're quite different things. Quite different. Of course. Yeah. Okay, we'll take a break. Come back and do the rest of the news next. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Ever heard of it? I have. 12 year old boy in Ann Arbor, Michigan stole a piece of construction equipment. They, they call it a forklift in the news stories, and I guess it does have a forklift on it, but it's. It's not like a forklift you see driving around a warehouse. This is it, it's one of those things with the big cherry picker on it. It's got the big arm on it, so it's got big 
oversized rubber tires on it. And I guess, like I said, they say at the end of the story, it can be used as a forklift, but it just looks like a huge piece of construction equipment with a little tiny cabin that you would see someone driving around slowly at a construction site, and it's got that big arm hanging off the back of it that they can lift someone up into the air if they need to. So it's not one of it's not what you think of, at least not what I think of when someone says forklift, but that's what they keep calling it. It's a big piece of equipment. And this kid got in, found a key hidden inside the cabin somewhere. He's 12 years old, like I said, and starts driving it. And he starts driving his fast little go, which I guess is like 25 miles an hour. It looks like it's moving pretty good, you know, when you see what it is. And the cops are, are chasing him. They're trying to get him to stop. He's just plowing through stuff. He's driving up over the curb. He's hitting parked cars. He hits quite a few parked cars and just keeps going. I got in trouble for some, you know, fairly big things as a kid. That's a big one. That's a big one. That's a really, really big one. It reminds me of that kid that stole his mom's car 15 years ago and went viral when he said, you know, it's fun to do bad things. That's all I can think of when I hear it because they're not going to show you the kid because he's a minor, but I'm curious, like, has this kid gotten in trouble before? Does he have a tendency to break the rules? Or is this a kid who got in this thing and was like, dude, I'm driving this thing, and then he starts getting pulled over by cops. like, I got to get away from these cops, and suddenly he just made a huge mistake. Now to a police chase unlike any other. It involved a construction vehicle and a 12-year-old driver. Officers say the boy found the 17-ton forklift parked near a school on Saturday night and for more than an hour. He led them through the streets in and around Ann Arbor, Michigan, reached speeds of up to 20 miles an hour, hit some parked vehicles, sometimes driving up on sidewalks. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. I guess they started chasing him like a little after 6.30 and they got him pulled over. He finally stopped at 7.53. It was almost 8 o'clock and they said he was taken into custody and taken to a juvenile detention center. I wonder what the punishment is for that. The whole juvenile detention center, I don't really know how that stuff works. We had a juvenile detention center near one of the neighborhoods where a lot of my friends lived, and there were a lot of urban legends about juvie. Every now and then, you'd see someone at school, and they'd say, that kid went to juvie. But I never actually talked to someone who, who, did, went. who went. Did you know have any friends that went to juvie? Yeah, but actually I don't. got locked you know. up there? Because it looked like a prison. The one in our town looked like a, a prison from the outside and there were stories that i think were legitimate stories that were in the news a couple times there were breakouts from the juvenile detention center where like two or three kids really? broke out and were on the run and they were saying hey don't pick up kids if they're trying to hitchhike look out right. there's kids in the neighborhood they might you know try and vandalize something uh so i don't know what the punishment is you know, like how long you get locked in juvie i mean you're there it's like prison right you're there overnight it's right. not like you go home at night, right? I don't think they do daytime no. juvie, do they? No, it's not a halfway house. Yeah, you, you're there day and night. You're yeah. locked up. And then what, what's what's the rules? Do we have like state laws and federal laws that regulate how I long you can so. incarcerate a child? Because it is sort of weird. I understand you have a need for it. If there's kids who are extremely violent and they can't figure out how to contain them, then you got to segregate them, I guess, from everyone else, especially when they get up in age like 15, 16. This kid's 12 Twelve is pretty young. I mean, you said, Lazo, you thought the kid in the Chiefs uh, headdress was probably like about 13, 13 and, yeah. and he looked young to me. So 12, 12 sounds young. That's pretty young. I mean, That's there's Chacho's kids, age. Yeah, I was going to say, there's kids on your team who look, they look, I know they're the same age, but look a lot younger. I, right, sure. I don't know what this kid looked like, but just imagine one of them driving this thing for over an hour, being chased by police. Any kid on your team, I guess. Being chased by police for over an hour and then getting arrested and then getting you know thrown in juvie. What what is the punishment? Should they take a kid like that and stick him in juvie, or is there another way to punish a kid like that? He wasn't trying to hurt anybody. I just the whole juvie thing freaks me out, and I feel like it should be for kids who have tried to hurt someone or who have hurt someone. 
that to me makes sense if they're a threat. And I know what this kid was doing was dangerous, but I don't think anyone would look at it and say his intention was to hurt people. You look at it and say, hey, he's a kid. His brain's not big enough to know that he could have hurt someone and that what he was doing was extremely reckless. He thought what he was doing was fun. You take him and lock him up. It's bad. It's bad trouble. As soon as I started to say this is trouble, yeah. you say, yeah, this is bad. And that's right. Because when I'm watching this, we're like, boy, this kid's in, in a lot of trouble. And that doesn't even begin, really, to describe the kind of trouble this kid is in. But does that mean that he goes to juvie for a while? I don't know what you do. If your kid got caught stealing a 17-ton, is that what they said? It's a, if anyone wants to look it up, it's a Construction Genie GTH 636. It's the kind of thing you see like at a United Rentals place. It's massive. I don't know what the punishment is, but Lazo, if your kid got caught driving one of those things, if he's found the keys to one at school, let's say that your his friends had told him, "Hey, yo, there's keys to this thing. We've seen them. There's a little magnet on the cabin, and it's got the keys in it." Because I did get into construction equipment and started up when I was a kid. They would do construction. Like one time, they did construction at the park, and we would jump up inside the cabin and we would start these diesel engines up, which I felt like was pretty bad. But we didn't drive them anywhere. No. But if your kid got talked into starting that thing and then drove it, what's the punishment? If it goes I don't straight know. I to mean, juvie, not... they say we're taking him straight to juvie. Well, he did lead police on a chase for over an hour. Right, I mean, but I feel like you, Grand Theft Auto. It some is, part. but I feel like you can say, "Look, parents, he's responsible for the damages. That's bad. So you're gonna have to pay for the damage done to the property, right? That's yeah. that's a huge punishment. You're gonna be pissed at him." I feel like you can get them in plenty of trouble without locking them up. I don't know. Speaking of kids, Facebook is in more trouble because they say that uh, Facebook, I guess, there's this lawsuit against Facebook about them targeting children. We know about that. All these states joined in. I guess the state's attorneys general joined in a few months ago. Maybe it was like September or something like that. Said we're suing Facebook because they know that they were trying to hook kids. But they do have a age limit, right? Part of the thing I've seen in these lawsuits is that they weren't strict enough about these age limits. It was easy to get around these age limits, which has been an accusation against multiple social media companies. But they also apparently – there was a rule that was already in place that said they were not supposed to be collecting data of children under a certain age. We all know that all these companies collect sure. our data. Okay. That's what they do, mm-hmm. especially in the United States because we don't have any rules really saying that they can't collect our data. But they were apparently – in place these rules for children over a certain under a certain age and they are claiming at least that facebook did not follow these rules and that's now been unsealed in part of this lawsuit according to the complaint by multiple states meta not only knew that they were recording information and tracking children under the age of 13 but after parents complained they still did little to nothing about it we just if we care about data or privacy, then we have to make some rules about it. Right. And if we say, well, there was a rule for kids under 13 or whatever it was, okay, but they also weren't supposed to be on the platform, is my understanding, until they were 13. Mm-hmm. So that would have meant that they lied to be on right. there. Hey. Now, you're saying Facebook knew that they were collecting this data from kids under 13, but did they? Because then wouldn't they have shut down their account? Maybe that's part of the accusation that you know they knew and looked the other way. I don't know. But Snowcone sent me a local news story thing. How old do you think that was? A couple of years. It's probably. probably a few years old. It by seemed now, like right? it, yeah. it. I'd say it was probably. It could have easily been five or six. It was six from years a old. local station in DC. And yeah, it was from a local news outlet, TV news outlet in DC. And they took these phones and he said, "All right, we're going to take these smartphones 
and we're going to put one in airplane mode, mm-hmm. right? And then the other one, uh, did either of them have SIM cards in them? No, no okay. SIM cards in So no one. SIM cards in either phone. They put one in airplane mode and left the other one, I guess, in Wi-Fi mode. No, it wasn't on Wi-Fi. It was never connected to the internet. Oh, so the other one didn't, they didn't leave the Wi-Fi on? No, no they, Wi-Fi. Okay. Never so connected. no Wi-Fi and one's in airplane mode, right. no SIM cards. Right. They take these phones and carry them around. He carried it around for a day or whatever. Yeah. Then what they did, they hooked it to, up to uh, one of those. Well, he went to a, a church. He went to a children's yeah, hospital. a bunch of different places. Places that you would you know, kind of expect privacy. Uh, the, like a legislative yeah, building. Yeah, I didn't understand that because I'm like, I, why would I expect privacy? If my phone's tracking me, I don't think my phone goes, oh, let's not follow him into the well, yeah. children's hospital. Like, I've I never that thought just, that. That was, that was just, weird. You know, yeah. But the point is, he goes a bunch of different places, and then he hooks it up to one of the things that police have, yeah. which can just rip all the data off of all your smartphone. It's what they use when you have to hand your phone over because they say, look, we don't have a warrant, but we're going to get one if you refuse to turn mm-hmm. this over. And they can literally hold your phone, by the way. Yeah, they, can. they can hold on to it until they get a warrant. Yep, they can. Because one judge at some point decided, well, yeah, there's a chance that they could remove data from their phone before we yeah that's kind of the point of a warrant though like you still need the warrant i hope that someone fights that eventually but as of right now every police department that i know of in the country will just hold on to your phone until they get the warrant they hook it up to one of these machines and they can see everything and on this local news thing when they hooked it up to these machines the one that had airplane mode on what they got less information but it was still a massive amount a massive amount and then the point like where he got out of the car right here it knows he's when he gets driving. out of the car he's when he's driving again they when know he, the exact route it's just not connecting to networks and as much as the one that was uh not in airplane mode but it knew everything it knew where he'd gone throughout the day everywhere he'd been they didn't say what kind of phone it was and he was specifically talking about google so and it had maybe the accuracy it was an android too. it's like phone. he got out of the car we're 100 percent certain this is him getting out of the car at this moment yeah it would tell them the accuracy on the computer how certain is the computer that this is where he was, and it would say 100% accurate. And that's what police see, apparently, when they look at your phone. And again, this was probably this video was probably five or six old. years old. Yeah. Uh, and it was just Google. So I, it could have been that they were just Android phones. I don't know if it's different for iPhones. I really don't know. But it is kind of crazy. Even if you think, well, I'll turn the Wi-Fi off, then they won't know. Or, or I'll, turn, I'll turn location tracking off, right? Yeah, right? You just think, I'll turn location tracking off so that Google doesn't know exactly where I've been or Apple or whatever. At least the way that they made it look on that thing might not matter, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like when that guy tore apart the TikTok app and tried to see what information TikTok got from your phone. And at least according to him, that programmer, he said that even when he deleted the app, TikTok still, still had its fingers in his phone and was mm-hmm. still getting information mm-hmm. sent to it, which is kind of crazy. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the video of this school in Queens, New York. It's a high school. I think it's called Hillcrest School, where there's a teacher there. She's been a public school teacher for like over 20 years. I think she's taught at this school in Queens for... 10 or 11 years, and she's a Jewish teacher. And at some point in her free time, over a weekend, she went to a pro-Israel rally of some sort. And she had a picture of herself standing with this group, and she had a sign that says, I support Israel. That was it. That was the picture. It was on her Facebook. Some kids saw it or a kid saw it. Somebody found it. And they decided they were going to go after this teacher because she supports Israel. So these kids got together on TikTok and Snapchat and worked together to organize this big protest. I mean, depending on which paper you read, they're calling it riots. It does kind of look like a riot. They tore up parts of the bathroom. They were jumping up and down in the hallways. They were completely out of control. They were waving Palestinian flags and screaming, and they were threatening violence against this teacher. Some of them even said that they had her personal information, her phone number, her address, those things. And, you know, that's after they've been making these threats, which is kind of scary. Mm -hmm. She had to hide in the school because she was so nervous. The police had to come. They had to wrangle these kids and get them back to classes, and they had to escort her off the property. They are not releasing her name. I've seen the picture of her at the pro-Israel rally, 
But uh, I would assume at this point you don't go back to teaching there. I mean, if it look, it looks like it's the whole damn school that is protesting against his teacher and threatening her. And the things that they're saying on social media seem bad enough that I would think I need to go to a different right. school. She did put out a statement. Like I said, she is anonymous, at least in this article. But she did put out a statement talking about how everyone should feel safe at school, and that includes teachers and how she's been a teacher a long That's time. Fair. And nothing like this has ever happened. Uh, and, you know, I, I – this is why sometimes people are afraid to take a stand because you're sure. just like, you know what? I'll just I'll just stay back here and let you guys fight Students it out. Students marching through Hillcrest High School in Queens, phones out recording as they dance in a circle and wave Palestinian flags. After approximately 400 students acted disruptively, roving the school and calling for the removal of a Jewish educator. The teacher at Hillcrest High School was targeted based on her support for Israel. New York City Mayor Eric Adams calling the video of the protester, quote, vile show of anti-Semitism. This article from the New York Post calls them radicalized. Hundreds of radicalized kids rampaged through the halls of Queens High School for nearly two hours after they discovered the teacher had attended a pro-Israel rally. The mayhem at Hillcrest School in Jamaica unfolded shortly after 11 a.m. Monday. Uh, And what students called a pre-planned protest over the teacher's Facebook profile photo showing her at this pro-Israel rally. It's it's pretty crazy. I mean, maybe I'm just seeing one little hallway here, but these kids are packed shoulder to shoulder. They're waving their flags. Mm -hmm. And I read some of the things that these kids were saying to one another on social media that the media got a hold of. And they're calling for violence. I see this girl calling her a cracker-ass bitch and saying that she shouldn't be allowed to be a teacher. She needs out of there. Uh, She supports bombing children. Um... Uh, you know, this one says you're not, you ain't entering my school with that hate. Drag that basic cracker ass bitch. Oh, really? uh, yeah. So I would think if okay. you're that teacher, you're like, you know what? Yeah, not. Yeah, I'm good. I yeah. think I'm going to go to a different school. <laughs> right. Uh, once they say they, because it's not hard to find an address or a phone. No. Of if someone not. wants to find it, especially a bunch of high school kids on social media, yeah. and you're a teacher, They'll it's not it. like you're trying to live anonymously. I'm guessing you're not taking the time to go to each one of those websites that no, post public information where you can protest it and they take it down. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. You're a teacher. You're not a celebrity. So it's not shocking that they found it. And then once they're making those threats and they've got that information, I think I leave. I mean, it, it sucks yeah, that you would say, I need to move. You would hate that you think you'd have to move because some kids got upset one day at school. I might move, though. I don't know. I mean, moving's a big ask. If I get enough threats, like how many threats yeah, do I have to get from like, I'm yeah. I know. But, but like, am I going to let them... Scare me out of my home. You don't want to, but no. But I, I mean, if you have cool. kids, too. It depends. The chance of them probably coming over to your house is probably right? low, low. But the chance yeah. of something happening in school, yes. much higher. I probably go to a different. school. I'd be for more sure. worried that they're going to vandalize my house. There's going to be eggs yeah. thrown and stuff sh- like that. I, but they you know, might also forget about it. But if I got kids, I I'm gone. Right? <sighs> if you got kids at the house. I don't know. I mean, I see it happen. You see these stories where people get in fights with their neighbors and it escalates and, and then someone ends up getting hurt. And I think, well, why didn't you move? Especially now but, with, the, with the, this in the news. It's just, I, no, I, I'm moving if I got kids. High school sure. kids. I definitely think vandalism. They're high school kids. So I'd be worried that my car windows could get broken, my house could a- egged or TP'd or whatever. But if they lose interest after a while, then I could survive that, right? Yeah. The actual threats of physical violence, how, you know, how serious do you think it is? I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, these kids are totally all worked up about this, and they're all clearly very, very pro-Palestine. And it's such a interesting thing to see because if we went back to when we were in high school and this same type of conflict was going on in the Middle East, can you imagine that many kids? I mean, it's social media, right? It's 100% social media. We can trace it to social yeah, media. Of course. Easily. Most of the kids I knew and was a part of it, like, yeah, I don't know. Right. Anyone that was protesting for some political cause, they were in a fringe <laughs> little, you know, 
mega liberal group or whatever that was right. I mean, or they were just doing it to try to get out of school, or that. Yeah, there's right. that too. All right, so I had a feel good. Or they were for very it. pro life. Yeah, no, you that, can see those girls those right with the candle vigils and that, we but not those. anything like. But there wasn't many of them, and, and you know it wasn't like uh, they weren't jumping and da- up and down in the hallways and organizing. It was mm-hmm. some prayer around the flagpole at right. whatever time. You're like, oh, they're praying at the flagpole. Uh, principal in Kentucky, the local news uh, did a story on this guy down there. He uh, had a student sent to his office when she was in junior high. She got in trouble for throwing a yogurt cup. And he said to this girl, look, you know, would you behave like this at a restaurant? And she said, I've never really been to a restaurant. I live in a foster home. Mm-hmm. And this principal was like, ah. Yeah. And he and his wife had had trouble having kids in the past. They had fostered some kids and wanted to adopt, but it had fallen through. And they would promised themselves, we're not going to try this again. We've had our heart broken too many times. Now this girl is in his classroom or in his office, and she's in trouble, and he's finding out that she's in a foster home in a bad situation, and he thinks, this has to be a sign, right? And so he goes to his wife. They end up adopting this girl, okay, and uh, she's now in college, and so she was happily adopted. And she's been to a restaurant. And she's been to a restaurant. She said that she had thrown a cup of yogurt at lunch, and uh, I asked, well, if you were out at a restaurant, would you do that there? And I was like, I've never really been to a restaurant, I don't really have a family, I'm in a group home. They say that a mother falls in love with a child at first sight, and I can remember Raven walking into that room that day, that scared little kid, and I'm, I just knew in my heart, this is what's supposed to be. The same weekend, we went and painted the room my favorite color, teal. I just like knew that everything happens for a reason. That's there pretty cool, right? Yeah. That's Adopting awesome. a kid and giving him a family. I mean, if a kid not having a family... I mean, know good for him for doing it. I think if I was a principal, she's like, I've never been to a restaurant. I'm like, but you understand the concept. (laughs) (laughs) It's like AOC being like, I've never had a garbage disposal. Yeah, but you understand how they work. You've heard of them. You know how they work. You put something down there, you turn it on, okay? I know you're telling me you've never had one. I find that hard to believe. But even if you haven't, you understand the concept. You also understand the concept of a restaurant, right? Like, you go out and there's other people there and you wouldn't throw food at them. (laughs) Like, you get the point. Like... Well, I mean, we're arguing semantics here, right? All right. How about at the group home? When you guys have dinner, you just hum turkey dinner at them? Is that a normal thing? Because it doesn't seem like it to me. The Church Shot Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about tipping fatigue? Well, it was in the news because they said Americans have hit like a breaking point with the tipping fatigue. Let me ask you a hypothetical here. If you went to a, a restaurant, like a fast food restaurant, and it's got the thing to tip, and you find out later when you get home that you tipped way too much. Maybe you accidentally tipped $200 instead of 20 okay. or you tipped $2,000. What would you do? Well, it depends on that money. Well, okay, so let's say you accidentally tipped... If it's tipped $2,000, I'm calling t- somebody. $2,000, yeah. So who do you call? If it's $20, I'm not calling anybody. $2,000. Like, let's, let's say it's $2,000. I call, call the store. Okay. Now, if the store says, um, no, too bad. You tipped us the money. Then who do you call? Uh, like, what kind of store is it? Let's just say it's a Subway. Yeah, then I probably you know call corporate headquarters. Okay, so if, and and if you can't get anyone there to, to discuss the matter with you, then I think if you paid with a card that's got a Visa or right. MasterCard logo, you call then the call bank, my, right? You yeah. call and you say, "Hey, don't make this payment." Right now, I will say with my credit card, both of them, interestingly enough, and they've both done it more than once, where they'll say like, "Hey, you tipped." pretty large on this bill they'll send me a text i've seen that too and i'll say uh hopefully it was just good service but if not if there was a mistake click no now and so it would stop that but yeah my first thing would be probably to subway and be like yo i over tipped it was supposed to be you know 20 bucks and i tipped 2000 clearly i didn't mean to do that 
And if they were like, yeah, too bad, then I would just call my credit card and have them cancel it. Yeah, so look, I don't know how truthful this woman's being or exactly what happened, but she says that she went to a subway in Atlanta, she bought a sandwich at lunchtime, and she accidentally tipped $7,100. Now, for me, I don't have a credit card that would allow that to, it it, it would say it didn't go through, right? I don't have have anything with a $7,000 limit currently. So it, it it wouldn't be an issue, but I have had in the past with thirty thousand dollar limits, things like sure. that. I think when you're eighteen, they give you your first one. I think my very first credit card might have a thirty thousand dollar limit on it. Uh, so you know it, it could happen. I get that. As far as like if I had that much cash in my uh, checking account and I was using a debit card, because I don't know for sure if she was using a debit card or a credit card. A debit card would be much harder. A debit card could be harder because the money is actually right. moving I think the around. bank would actually figure it out for you, but it would take a lot longer. The credit card can just be like, yeah, we're not paying it. Right. With and the credit shut card, it you can off. almost always call them, and they're willing. they'll even take the loss because they just want your business. So, Well, with, not only with, that, they haven't paid the money. But a lot of times they haven't paid the they money. They haven't paid exactly. the money. No. With the bank, that 7100 bucks is out of your account. Right. That's the problem. There's but been with a credit card, like we haven't paid that. Yeah. There's been we're not going to pay that. Now, so the store, we don't know what happened at the store, but she leaves a $7,100 tip. There's been different media outlets that have reached out to the Subway store and to their corporate trying to figure out, like, at the end of that day when they tallied up their drawer, did they say, hey, look at this massive tip we got and split it amongst the employees? Did they spend that money? If this money has to go back, are those employees going to have to give that money back? They don't know yet. That's what the media is trying to figure out. Even though this happened a while ago, they're having a hard time getting those answers. But the woman who did this claims that when it first, once she realized it had happened, which it took her a little while, she had, she looked at a credit card statement. So some time had passed, and she realizes, oh my god, right, seventy one hundred dollars. I could have gone it. to Italy and got a sandwich for that much. So she called Subway. She claims, at least that they were unwilling to discuss the matter with her. That's what she claims, that she couldn't get anyone at Subway to discuss the matter with her. So then she calls Bank of America, who'd issued her the card. She claims that Bank of America, which I find this hard to believe, but she claims that Bank of America was unwilling to work with her in the beginning as well, basically telling her there's nothing we can do because the money's been spent, which makes me think, is this a debit card? And it went through. Makes me think it's a debit card, and the money went through. That's, to me, if they actually told her this, that seems like the most likely scenario. Uh, Eventually... She's getting this taken care of. Although with a credit card too, if it took her a while to realize it, because she went and looked, you know, a through. month later, could have gone looked through. at her statement to make her minimum payment or whatever. I was like, holy crap! Right? Why do I have you know a debt of seventy eight hundred dollars, and then she's seventy one hundred dollars to Subway? Yeah. So, but I feel like the debit card company. I feel like the bank and the credit card should be like, okay, like it's not seventy one hundred dollars to. A casino. Right. We're like, I didn't right. do that. Yeah. It's hey, it Subway. Mean, I didn't mean to do that. No, like, right. Mm, you right. Kept like, now they're going to have to investigate. Yeah. But you're like, yo, that was $7,100 7, at Subway. Subway. It's almost like your fault. It, it's ridiculous. It shouldn't go through. And how did she make a mistake to. So tip? she says, which I was just at Subway last night, on the machines, they've got the tip thing now. You can hit custom tip, whatever. They've got those little touch screens now. Mm-hmm. She claims that when she was paying, she's got a rewards number filed with them or an account, and that she believes, at least, that she was trying to type in her number. She must know that her number is similar similar enough to this 21, let's see, how much was it, $7,112.98. Maybe that number is similar, and she said she thinks she was trying to type in her phone number 
to redeem her rewards and that the screen switched oh, while she okay. was typing it in. Okay. For some reason, she seems pretty confident that that must be what happened. And instead, she ended up tipping 7100 bucks, which I really don't think should have gone through. I've had things like even on apps, when you go to tip on Uber Eats or uh, the grocery delivery mm-hmm. or whatever, if, if I type in, if I accidentally don't put the point there, some of them, they figure out the decimal point for you. Sometimes they want you to type it in because it could be $100 or whatever. It won't let me do $1,000. It's like, eh, you know, okay. no, what are you trying to do? Did you mean $10? Like, there's no way you meant that. Yeah, so it's okay. weird to me that at Subway she could put in $7,000, and it's like, right. gee, lady, thanks a lot. This was $7,112.98. I know exactly what it normally costs. It's $7.54. I was like, oh, my God, how did this happen? I was like, oh, my God, this is my phone number. I must have been keying it in the pad and the screen set changed. It's a lot of money, and, you know, I just, I'm not that big of a tipper. I'm definitely not that big of a tipper. Now it says that reason this, makes complete sense, right? That right? she just She's trying to enter a number switch, for her whatever. rewards. She and knows also, the cost. Right. She goes there a lot. I, mean, I can see it happening to you know. You can see it happening to your grandparents or your parents. Yeah, I mean, how old they are getting confused. All the you know screens are changing. Absolutely. There's more things to push, especially with these default tips now being at 35 percent on some of them. It's it's crazy. And this article says that consumers can file a complaint about a company's products or services with the Better Business Bureau. That's who you go to if you think, hey, their service sucked. Their products are no good. We all know, uh-huh. I think we all know, that you can contact the Better Business Bureau. If you are defrauded by a company, then you can report that to the Federal Trade Commission. So got that? Bag product service, Better Business Bureau. I've been defrauded, Federal Trade Commission. But if you over-tip, that doesn't apply to either of those things. You were not defrauded, technically, because you handed over the money. Right. Even if it was an accident, you're the one that handed over the money. And you're not claiming that they, you know... Uh, gave you a bad service or a bad product. So there's nothing in place right now for people who accidentally do this. And they say, well, they're not trying to say, I don't think that it's a massive problem. It is a problem. And they, they pulled a bunch of examples of people who've over-tipped and have shared stories about it on social media. There was a, a grandmother, I think she was up north somewhere, and she bought fried chicken. I think it said that this restaurant, her total bill was like $70. And for the tip, it was $60,000. $60,000. Now, I think they caught that before it actually went through, or maybe hers was declined, which at that point, so what? It makes a funny receipt to take mm-hmm. a picture of and post mm-hmm. on social media. But at $7,000, if you've got that kind of money where it can clear, yeah. whether you've got the credit available or the money in your debit account, and God, if you've got the money in your debit account, and it takes that $7,000, and now you've got to try and get it back, which I really think must be what happened here, just based on what she's saying, yeah. that would suck. And there's no one that you can contact. And the store can say, look... We gave the money to these people, whether you think it's bad business or not. Like, I think personally they should warn you, yo, you just tried to tip $7,000. Right. Are you sure? Are you triple sure? But if they're not going to do that, obviously there's no law in place as they have to. And they gave the money to the employees. They had that much cash to give out. Like, not, not that night, right? Well, no. If it was digital, I wouldn't think that they would give you the money that night. It would have to be once. I would assume that these employees, the employees they now know? get they, they now get their paycheck, and I'm guessing that there's part of their paycheck that says here's extra money, here's the tips and this was from got. tips and whatever, okay. and they put that in your check, right? Because okay. everyone pays with cards. Yeah. So, but like I said, the media outlets have been reaching out to them to see did the employees get a hold of this money? Like, was it distributed to the employees? And they actually got it, and they're like, hey, this is great. We get to spend it. They mm-hmm. don't even know if it, if it was spent. Was it given to one employee? Was it shared? And if so, would they have to give it back? I can't imagine they would have yeah, to give it back. How did the manager like, not notice Theres There's this? no way. If I worked at Subway yeah, and no, I got no. a thing on my paycheck that said, this week you, you made an $5, extra $3,000 because of tips, and then they said a week later, ah, yeah. that lady, there's no way. No. There's no way you can 
forget about it. I'm not giving you that money back. And I no. would think there is something in place. There's got to be something in place you could go to at that point as an employee to say, look, the company paid me this money. They said it was tip money. Now they're asking for it back. It's not on me. It's not on me. There's no way. But it's interesting. I just find it kind of hard to believe. I keep saying it's hard to believe. But the fact that the restaurant wouldn't talk to her about it, that seems odd. And then the fact that the bank is saying at first, like, well, sorry. But like Lazlo said, and I agree, if it was a debit card thing, it could have been difficult. And maybe that's the answer she got was, hey, we can't – because if you accidentally overspend, even if it's a Visa, debit card, MasterCard, whatever – if you call them and say, hey, this was fraudulent, mm-hmm. someone stole $500 out of my checking account with mm-hmm. this debit card because they got a hold of it in <coughs> Milwaukee, they'll say, okay, well, we can fight this and we can try and get the money back. But f- we can't put the money back right now. A credit card, they'll put the money back on, you know, yeah. the credit back on your yeah. account right yeah. away. A debit card, it can take a long time. It can take months to get the money back. Have you yeah, guys right. had it taken out of your debit? I've had it happen once. And I mean, Never. I had it happen a, a few different times. And I remember one time it took almost six months to get my money back. And th- these charges had all happened yeah, really close together in yeah. different parts of the country, but they were within like hours of each other. I don't know how these things work. And they bought the same thing they always buy, like, you know, PlayStation cards or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, iTunes gift cards and gasoline. And I think it was like 800 bucks, something like that. It was almost $1,000. And, you know, that's money that you need to pay bills that mm-hmm. month or that yeah. pay period. And like, they yeah, don't care about you that. can protest it. You know, we'll try and get it back to you. It's not guaranteed, first of all, and also it could take a long time. It took me that time. Which is crazy because it takes that time, but you know, if they give you extra money and you spend it, they're just like, we're taking it. Exactly. That's today. You don't get any time. No time to get your affairs in order. Exactly. So, just the thought, just putting myself in this person's shoes and imagining the debit card thing would be worse. But either way, that seven thousand dollars that I'm on the hook for, and they're telling you, ah, too bad. It's insane. And by the way, like I said, I went to Subway last night. I tipped. It sounds I, good. It's, it is good. It is good. I, I, I mean, I'm not arguing about the quality. I'm not going to call it Better Business Bureau, that's for sure. But the tipping thing, and well, the people I mean, are very the guy's nice. an artist in there. He is. And you got to go to school for it, right? That's what they said. You got to go to. What? Uh, the commercials used to say they went to sandwich school. I what went, did they call I worked it? At Subway you were like a sandwich twice. artist. You worked sandwich at Subway? Artist, yeah. yeah, I worked there like two, you were two different sandwich locations. Yeah, you had to go to sandwich school. I did not. The commercial said you do. Well, well someone taught you how to make I, the sandwiches, I right? I did not. Did someone teach you how to make the sandwiches? Well, sure. That's school. What do you think that is? Well, I mean, but, I mean sandwich it was just school. That was training. It wasn't training. Subway right. University. I didn't go to a, yeah. like a school school. I went to a Subway store, and they said, here's how to right. make the sandwiches. Well, I thought Cut in the, the commercials they said that it was a, There are some school. places that have universities. I thought Subway used to run commercials. Like you go that. and learn, you know, the ins and outs of the businesses. I think Little well, Caesars has a Little Caesars University. There's, okay. a, there's a hamburger I didn't go, but I think so. Like you're going to open a franchise or something? They're, they're probably yeah. Is. I think it is, and like okay. you know, or like you know, to hire like if you are a franchisee, yeah. and you want to hire a district manager, if you have like eleven of them or something, I think they teach you. You know, I, I don't know what they teach. I didn't go, so whatever. Yeah. I couldn't get the drawer right. They fired me. Yeah, I assume it's managers and franchisees and that kind of thing. Hamburger University. Yeah, we had a lady who owned a few McDonald's franchises that would come to Career Day, and when I was in elementary school, and she said Somebody she said went Jimmy to John's Hamburger does. University. Someone else Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Rib Tech. Maybe I'm thinking of Jimmy According John's. According to it, one of the sandwich well, places had a commercial. Well, all of our stuff says Odyssey University. Okay. That's true. We exactly. Do have Odyssey University. That's what right. I always tell You're Brooke. Right. I'm like, I take classes. No, <laughs> I still need a few more credits. The Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. What are you doing? I'm. I was reading about. Uh, okay, how many people do you think 
or what percentage of Americans, I'll start with Americans, mm-hmm. what percentage of Americans do you think have tried BDSM at least once? 17. Depending on what they call BDSM. That's what I'm curious. What like, what's do they the consider definition? BDSM? People like to get choked. Right. Does that count? Right. That does that count or no? You know what I mean? Someone has to be the dom and the sub. Usually, so, okay, requires some sort of bondage. So someone is. Someone's got to get tied hand, up. Handcuffed, here? tied up. Yeah, it looks like that's, that's their definition. As someone's in charge and someone is probably. 25%. So this says, I'll, first of all, I'll tell you this America is the third most, or the, has the third highest uh, number here. Huh? Germany's number one, of which course. is not surprising at all if you've been to Germany. These you'll be walking on the street and there's you know like a, a fast food place and a shoe store and in between you see this little entryway and a little sign you're like oh it's some sort of you know adult store and you walk in and I mean it's not so different from the adult stores in the United States but German there's a, it's a lot of bondage conquer stuff. me a lot of like the the uh, what's the guy's name in Pulp Fiction the Gimp I mean the Gimp suit's always hanging right there like as soon as you walk in the door they got different sizes and all that this says. That forty-two percent of Americans have tried it at least once. Forty-two percent. But that's just being tied up. I. They say that they have uh, tried BDSM at yeah, least once. That means once. probably tied up, like their wrist tied to the bed or something. I guess so. Right. That's, that can, that has to be where that. Number like I'm comes talking from. about a gimp suit. Me too. You got to involve some toys that were made for this. Right. And I don't just mean like fuzzy handcuffs. I right. get the I fuzzy handcuffs are a step in that direction, that. but yeah, fuzzy handcuffs is not what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. If you, first of all, Lots like of if, leather. if they if leather. they tied your feet to your wrist, you know what I mean? What like hog tied? Yeah, like hog tied. That to me Sweet now Christ. that definitely counts because if someone says, "Have you ever had up, your wrist tied to your feet?" I've never been tied up at all. But I was thinking if that you looks said like something you would do, you said being tied I'm trying up. To picture you like that. You said a lot of people have tried being tied up, like you know, tied is meant like to the bed wrist post. To the bed, exactly, their wrist together. Maybe. Exactly. Then that's what I'm saying. But I think once you tie up the wrist to the ankles, there hog tie them. That's a different kind of just tied up. You know what I mean? I think that. Yeah. Counts as what I'm thinking of as BDSM. If you've tried that, I think, yeah, you've probably, I think that counts as, as BDSM. 42% have done it. They say 44% would like to do it. So, well, it's a pr- pr- pretty big number there. Germany is the most active, which uh, it's not as big a jump as you would think. Uh, 47% have tried it as opposed to 42%. Here, the first BDSM experience on average is had at the age of, any guesses when you try that first thing? This, this only, reinforces your theory, Lazo, that they're just tying up their wrists with necktie. Because they say it's 22 years old. Okay. There's no way that your first experience getting hogtied or putting on a gimp mask yeah. is usually at 22. There's no way. That's, I do think at 22, you could be with a college boyfriend-girlfriend situation, right? Or just someone that you've been hooking up mm-hmm. with, and one of them says, do you want to tie me up? Or can I tie up your wrist? Sure. Or whatever. And I think that if you've ever tried tying somebody up, tying up their wrist, or you've ever been tied up, there is a good chance that it happened in your early 20s. Like, when's the last time someone tied you up, Lazlo? Has anyone I've ever never t- done it. But have you ever tied somebody's wrist to the bedpost where they said, tie no. up my wrist? I've really I, never done I, it. I just, I feel like in my 20s, I was, because you lose your virginity, what, in your teens somewhere, 15, 16, yeah. somewhere around there, it's probably mm-hmm. the average age. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you start trying all kinds of things, right? By the time you're 18, 19, you're trying all kinds of things. And in your early 20s, I feel like you're like, hey, do you want to get tied up? Because you've been looking at porn, you know, presumably for years before you ever lost your virginity. Then you lose your virginity. You're having a lot of sex and you keep thinking, let's try something new. I mean, Lazo, you share 
my fetish, the nylon fetish. I don't know how old you were before you worked up the courage. You're like, you lost your virginity, and then you probably had sex a certain number of times before you worked up the courage to ask someone to put on nylon. Right. Right? And I don't know how long that was until you worked up that courage to ask someone, but there was probably a little window there. The very first, it's not like the first time, like, listen, if we're going to do this, mm-hmm. if I'm going to lose my virginity, you're going to have to put these pantyhose on. Yeah. I don't think you did that the first time. <laughs> no, not the first time, but it, really early on. Yeah, me too. It was early I was on. with a girl, and she had a mini skirt on and nylons. And she said, you want me to just keep these on? And I said, yes. So it came more naturally. Like that, I was like, yeah. And then it was like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. I could see by in your early 20s, you're still trying that stuff. I think when you get older, you, you actually lose some of that a little bit. Maybe you're just, I don't know, maybe you're more grateful to have sex as you get older, like when you hit a certain age. I don't know. It feels like when you're in your teens and your early 20s, you think, I've... I've crossed this bridge now. I'm not a virgin anymore. I know how to have sex. I know I can have sex. And, and didn't you guys kind of have that feeling of like, I can, I can find sex now. It's, it's, it's not going to be that hard. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. And everyone's so horny at that age, mm-hmm. too. It just seems like it, I don't know, maybe it wasn't easier. But it didn't seem like it's easier in your early 20s. You think it's easier in your early 20s or your early 30s? Mm, no, I think early 20s. I, the thing is, too, now you've got, the internet, not just the internet. Yeah, I have the internet, but you've got so dating apps, right? So you it, that that weeds out so many failed attempts because in my early twenties, if you met someone, even if you're at a bar, there's no guarantee that they're interested in you. They could just be being nice. Even if they are somewhat interested, you don't know exactly, you know, if they're looking to have sex or if they're looking to date someone. With dating apps, I feel like that you know. I mean, Soko, you said earlier some dating app profiles say in there. And this isn't just on fetish apps. No, no, no. Because you don't there's subscribe of, to those, there's right? There's a lot of acronyms that I didn't know, know what they meant, and I had to look it up. And a lot of it's about bondage, whole, about b- b- bondage life. BDSM. Yeah. A so lot of acronyms. It signals to people like... Or just nickname. Like A lot of like the Dom sub, which I understand, but there's, but there's way more than I had no idea what they were. Because I've got a friend who's, who's really into it, and I don't, you know, I don't ask too many details because honestly, it's one of those things like, ah, you know what? Never mind. Don't answer. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't... I'm not... Looking down, I'm just like, how much do I need to know about right. my friends here? Yeah. You know, uh, but I certainly get the impression from him that in order for him to have sex, there has to be a bondage element involved. Oh, I know you're talking the, about. The, the way that Lazo and I would say the same thing about nylons. I mean, it's not like an absolute must, but it's Lazo. How close would you say nylons are to an absolute must? Damn close. Pretty close. Pretty close. I mean, they certainly make it more enjoyable. They for certainly sure. do, and it, I could say there, in certain circumstances, it becomes a must, right? Like, you know what? This is. I guess maybe it's not a must, but it's close, right? And I, I would think that my buddy is. If I, if you asked him, he would say it's the same way with bondage. And I just wonder with bondage, which is more difficult to find? You know, to is it it's probably more difficult to find a pantyhose person. You think? you think to get the person to put the nylons well, on? Well, because it's not like, a, because I think if you're doing bondage, you can find people of like-minded. With these websites, There's these yeah. websites. It's hard to find, like, I like wearing pantyhose. For it's guys, like, it doesn't it's exist. It's got to be a question. It and doesn't The question is like, you're, you're weird. Like, but if you just go to a bondage site where both people like it, then you know you're starting there. Uh-huh. There's no, like, I'm into pantyhose site.com. It doesn't exist. Could you it, imagine? It's literally. If there, you guys haven't if there was a one. dating app that was for women who like to put on. <laughs> pantyhose. It's like anything, so Don. with the pantyhose. It's cold calling. That's it's the problem. Hundred percent cold calling. Right. There's and no also, fishing hole that you can you, go to. Or like, hey, 
All these people like to be tied up. You're like, good, let me jump in that pond. Right. This is a complete yeah. cold call. Like, hey, I'm asking you to put on these pantyhose. They're like, what? And you're like, no, 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 let me sell you on it. Hold on a second. I think oh, we're both going to like this. It's going to be good for both of us. Like, let me explain to you. It's a cold call where if you're just going to a, talking to other people who like bondage. Right. You're like, hey, let me tie you up. They're like, yeah, tie me up. There's no cold call in it. Right. No. And there's also no guarantees with the nylon thing. You might get someone who early on is like, yeah, I'll do that for you. Right. I'll put on nylons. That doesn't necessarily mean that this person's going to be eager to do it every single time. They might say at some point, you want, you need me to put these on every single time. Yeah. You know, they start kissing or whatever. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not wearing nylons. Like, what right. are you doing? And you yeah, have that. And so I'm like, wait a second. You don't like me with that? Oh, it's not that. It's just I don't want to waste, you know, sex on, uh, you know, someone who's naked. I don't know. It's just, right. it's just it's weird. So weird. So that is tough to find someone who, uh, who likes is, my is willing and then will yeah be able to continue to do it and because you're not going to meet anyone I mean I haven't you, there's someone I've out never there, I'm met sure anyone about. who didn't like it after they tried exactly it. but to meet someone who's like already into but it, I have met people who like you mentioned it to them and they they never do it right I I I totally like, okay. get that and yep. I can totally relate and then you to just, it you don't push it anymore right exactly and and you can tell I think if someone is like okay sure you know like uh, this person's probably I. They're not going to want to do this every time. They're they're not into it, and they're they're. Some people can even feel, I think, insecure about it. Like, do you think I'm unattractive? I have to put this on every time. And you know what? Whatever. Okay, that's totally fine. But there's certainly no one out there that I've ever met, and I think you could live a, a million lifetimes and not meet this person, even though I know technically they probably exist. But a a a, a woman. Who like that's her thing? It's obviously my thing, and her thing may be that she wants well, to turn you had on. Women but who then once you bring it up, it becomes their thing. It becomes their thing, and they automatically like, "What are we doing? Let me go get those right. things." You're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. So I mean, it happens. It becomes the their goal. thing, right? And I would imagine after you leave them and break up, that's still their thing. Could be, yes. I, I think, think they, so. They still wear them for sure. Yeah. I, I, I totally get it. But you get what I'm saying. It's that is the goal. You never think like, well. If only I could meet someone who's already into this. Because, no, you're going to have to tell them about it. You know, They may happen to be wearing nylons when you meet them, but you get what I'm saying. Right. And they know it, too, it. at that point. Yeah. But uh, the bondage thing, yes, you've got websites now. You didn't used to, though. So if you just go back not that long ago, I mean, Lazo and I are both old enough to have lived when this was a, a, a thing that if you were into bondage, I'm sure you could go to a bondage bar, but if you met a girl at the bar or a guy at the bar and that this is your thing, you're going to have to bring it up to them. Like you said, yeah. it's a cold call. And I, I would think that it's tougher for the bondage person. And for the bondage person, I know I've told you this, Snowcomb, but this buddy that I think you said you think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. When, he, when I went to his housewarming party, mm-hmm. I, he was showing me the house. He shows me his room, and his room at first glance looks perfectly normal. But then he showed me, he's like, check, check this out. Well, almost. I yeah. mean, I think that's his goal. He probably, if he has enough money someday, he'd probably Flip like to hire a contractor to do this. Yeah. But, so it's not a, a, a electronic, but literally looks like a normal bed. But then you, he reached down and whoosh, these things pull up from out of the side. I mean, okay. they're on some sort of swivel structure that is built into this bed frame. Uh-huh. And they come up and there are posts there. And then he pulls this other thing up out of the bottom. And then, of course, I assume there's there's things already hooked on there that uh, I guess you probably attach some toys to and things. Okay. I'm sure he has quite a collection. Uh, but, I mean, th- once this stuff started coming out, you're like, oh, 
<laughs> this is this a, takes it a bedroom and a dungeon. Right. Yeah, but you know what? I, I'm not judging him at all because I take the nylon thing so seriously. So if, if bondage was my thing the oh, way that nylon like is my thing, I'm guessing that would be the natural progression. As, a, as sure. an adult, you're like, I'm going to build this stuff into my bed. I'm not going to freak anyone out when they walk in. It's not going to be the first thing they see. It's going to be discreet. They won't even see it. So I can bring it up, right? You can talk yeah. about it. And then if they're like, I'd be down for that, then you go. Right, well, that's a little much. <laughs> Someone said there's a Build My Even Bondage then, Dream like, show on Netflix. Whoa. Yeah. I thought you were like, like, oh, I could be into that. I'd try it. And you like hit a button. <laughs> right. People would be it's weirded little, out by that. Yeah. I've got to go to the website and meet people like, this is a cool thing. Oh, singer. now I think that's probably all. Why bother? Why waste your time doing anything else now? Mm-hmm. I think now for those people, they. All I would assume go to those websites. I don't know. Maybe there's someone listening who's into bondage. Like, no, I'll still meet someone and take my chances and see if they're into it. But no, I would think that you, you go online. And unfortunately, that online version doesn't work for us. So technically, Lazo, I think you could say because we don't have websites for the pantyhose guys, well, unfortunately, it's actually harder for our pantyhose guys than it is for the you know gimp suit ball gag. And guy. there's not as many people. And there's not as many of so them. It's like exactly. Weird. Yep. It is weird because the porn, you don't just... But it's not a big ask. Regular porn, just go to a, a it's brand It's weird new also because it's not a big ask. No, it's just like, hey, put these on. That's right. it. Right. are like, why? What? It's because it's not a big thing. Yeah. So that's it even it. becomes more strange. Yeah. Like, if you're like, they I can only get it. off if I tie you up. Oh. You may be like, oh, I'm not into that. I'm going to leave, but you understand it. Yes. We're like, hey, I need you to put these... Nylons on. Well, no, I'm not going to put those on. But let's right. have sex. Like, no, I'm serious. I'm like, I mean, you know, maybe some other time, but I don't want to wear those. They right. look ugly. Like, okay, you need to leave. Right, yeah. The Church of Laszlo. Well, that's it. That's it. That's a wrap. Asian women, man. Yep, got y'all worked up. Sorry about that. Didn't mean uh, to. Yeah. You'll find one. She's out there. All right, you She's know, one of my biggest things, right man. Now. I went to Seattle with someone. Yeah. Seattle was filled, that 30% was of just gorgeous Asian women. I didn't know it when I got there. I mean, I knew Ichiro was there, and I knew there was a large Asian but population, largest, but I didn't put, didn't yeah. put it together yeah. that I'd be date, that there's a chance you could date an Asian woman. That I didn't know. You could walk through blocks and blocks and blocks and be the only white guy. Oh, uh, what a magnificent time and to I don't be know, alive. You know. How they would have responded, but it's just like you always say, it's a numbers game. Yeah, I mean, right. You could have just went to the same place the whole time. Yep, just going went to, to bars, those bars, and just you could have met an Asian girl. Eventually. Ugh. I'm sorry, man. I don't know. In Kansas City, I don't know where to tell you to go. I don't know if there's a place. But there's got to be a website. Or is it racist now? Is that racist? I've never known for sure. It's, I always think of Jerry Seinfeld when he said, it, how can it be racist when I like the race? But I do hear people say... That it's racist, so I'm not really sure. It doesn't seem racist to me, but I'm a middle-aged white guy, so what do I know? It seems like you like Asian women. And yeah, I do I like know. Asian women. What's wrong if with that? If that's racist, then I don't want to be right. <laughs> that's right. I like Asian women. Then you want to be a racist. Yeah. Um, and Asian I, women, I think you, you know, find the one. color of them. Oh, you know? yeah. well, <laughs> I'm saying, like, sometimes they don't even have to have pantyhose on. They can just be wearing high heels. You're like, that's oh, damn okay. near pantyhose. Okay. Like, it's built in. Sure. Sure. Like, it's next level. Yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah. All right, we're out of time. A lot of time. You'll find one. You'll find one. There could be one listening right now who's been trying to get a hold of you. Yeah. Check your DMs. Asian women. Black women. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and say the thing. Now you're talking. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm not lying to you, right? Uh, I think you get in trouble for all this. Really? Yeah. That's what oh, they say. good show. Who? Ichiro. Stay positive, kids. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.